Edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. And joined with me today, uh, the I dare say the star of Giant Bomb, <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Bacalar. That is inaccurate. <laughs> uh, we have already gone off the rails. We've we're 0 for 1 in these 99 questions. Perfect. <laughs> No, thanks for having me, Bob. Hey, thank you for uh, coming aboard. This is, uh, I think this will be a fun little ride as we uh, go through these questions here. Who knows how many? Uh, but where would we be without some terms and conditions, some quick round rules right up front, just to okay. set the stage? Sure. So. I'll just scroll through it real fast and accept it without reading it. Perfect. That's <laughs> all I ask of any guest. Uh, round rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. A short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of that answer. I want to hear that story. Okay. We're on rule number two. Uh, this may shock you, but this is not 60 minutes. So you can pass over any question I ask. No judgment. No worries whatsoever. Oh, you're entrusting your subject <laughs> with a lot of responsibility there, a lot of power. Okay. You can just skip 99 times if you want it just What's makes the, the shortest episode. no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> look out uh, ben hansen i think he's coming for the record <laughs> why what was what happened with ben no ben's a heck of a guy uh, i think his is the shortest it was like seven minutes it's <laughs> <laughs> just under an hour i believe okay uh, uh a commendable feat uh for sure um and uh ground rule number three uh despite the name of the show being 99 questions, some of these might not be questions. Some of these are just prompts that I put a question mark at the end of. I might ask a follow-up. Okay. Who knows where it goes? All I'm saying is don't count them, you know? Uh, uh, okay, I will not count these. I was going to ask why there's not 100, why you couldn't just do one more go for the century mark, but look, I ran your out. podcast. I ran out. <laughs> I plumb just ran made out. it. Yeah. Just almost made it. Almost I made snuck it in the line there. <laughs> Uh, the first of those non-counting questions. Jeff, are you ready? First one's tough, but yes. Oh, boy. Does that count? This is it 98? doesn't count. <laughs> Damn it. It doesn't count. I explained it in the ground rules. I'm so bad at tests. I'm so bad at tests. <laughs> Real question number one. Okay. What's the perfect breakfast? Oh, man. I love that question. The perfect breakfast to me is... Again, I'm just going to throw away, like, caloric considerations aside. Of course. I don't recommend anyone have this kind of breakfast often, but I think the perfect breakfast for me is, um, is like, two uh, silver dollar pancakes, mm. eggs over medium, mm. side of bacon, um, coffee, and orange juice, and a water. Correct. The Jersey trifecta of drinks. Yeah. I basically <laughs> just described like the number 10 on every <laughs> diner menu in New Jersey, but that's what it is. That's correct. I'm going to roll up to the TikTok diner right after this. Get myself nice. something nice. <laughs> Excellent choice. Uh, question number two. Who's the coolest dude 
Is it the coolest dude I know or the coolest dude around? I wish I could clarify for you. I really mm. do. But the paper just purely says, who's the coolest dude? For some reason, the first dude that pops into mind is uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh. He just, he's like 74 or something, and he's still <laughs> so cool. He's a real cool dude. He's a cool dude. That's just the first, you know, I, I know some people say like action stars and, you know, stuff like that. But I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm comfortable with my knee-jerk answer of Jeff Goldblum. I love it. Best part of that latest Jurassic Park movie, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? So my answer is definitely chicken. Um, chicken, to me, is like the best of all those animal worlds. I'm trying to not eat as much animal as I, and I definitely don't now that I've entered my forties, uh, as much as I used to, I set like some ground rules myself with meat intake. So no, so I'm trying to no like processed meats anymore. Mm, I'm answering questions you have not uh, asked. I love it. Uh, I only have steak at like a steakhouse. Like I only eat it when I'm out to dinner. I'll I I'm no more like grilling steak on the barbecue. None of that. Um, chicken's great. It's a it's a it's a blank canvas, you know. Yeah. And you can make chicken do whatever you want, and that's what I love about it, you know. And plus, like chicken parm's just the best. How could you beat it? You know, there's no steak parm. You know, <laughs> what is what would that be? Ooh. I shudder at the thought. Right? Yeah. What kind of monster decided to do steak parm <laughs> like some psychopath? I love it. I love it. I love fish too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fish too. You should eat more fish. Fish is probably the right answer out of all those three animals. The chicken's but just so versatile, you know? Love it. I just love it so much. Like, I'll, I could eat chicken three meals a day easily. I don't wow. know what you would do for chicken for breakfast. Maybe like a chicken sausage, mm. you know, chicken and waffles. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like Oof. it's, it's so good. And I, I know I feel I, the older I get, the more like sensitive I get about eating animals, but it's just, I, I yeah. Okay. Help <laughs> me out. We got to pivot out of this one. All right. I got you. I got you. Question four. Best gift you've ever gotten. There's like the right, the right thing to say. And I feel like the right thing to say is like, my son was a gift, <laughs> mm-hmm. was the best gift, even though it wasn't like a thing that I, you know, it was my birthday and I got a, a son as a present. Um, best gift, you know, my wife is so good at, at giving thoughtful gifts. And of course, at this moment. None of them come to mind. <laughs> uh, it's it's never something that's like. I look. I don't have the answer to this, but what I but what I can answer is that the best gift, maybe not something that you're going to use all the time. This is just for me. Okay, this mm-hmm. isn't something. You know, this isn't a universal sort of like solve for everyone who ever received a gift. But I think the best gifts are the thing that, especially me, who's such a 
such a freaking psycho and will just like buy something they want the second they want it mm -hmm. and leave no room for anyone to have like a thoughtful gift giving moment. Yep. It's the gifts that I, that you never think of. So it's like, Oh, you know, uh, some type of like clothing I would never wear or some sort of like, you know, thing like that. I don't have a great answer for that. Um, I just celebrated a 40th birthday and I cannot think of one thing that I've gotten from that where I'm like, oh, sure glad I got this thing that I use every day. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't have a great answer to that. No, that's, that's good. Hey, it gets real, you know, it gets real. This here. is way more real than I knew I was going to be going. So, um, question five, best gift you've ever given. Um, for my parents, I, I think they had like a big anniversary uh, in the last year, in oct last October. My brother and I, we just put, we just like, we just scoured decades of photographs and oh. things that we uh, could get our hands on. And we put together this really sort of like involved collage that was like three dimensional and really super sick. And we, we gifted it to my parents and they were like in tears. Oh, and that was cool. Um, and I also, we also put, um, uh, my dad was, my dad was a mechanic for a while and he was, he's just, still is kind of a car freak, but, um, he had this, I think it was a 71 Cadillac Coupe de Ville, which was like a convertible Cadillac. Yeah. And he he has this picture of it that he uh you know keeps in my uh childhood home. And we just like scoured the internet for the uh replica version of that car. Ooh. And we finally found it for a price that I will never say out loud ever again. <laughs> It was cool. It wasn't like a a one sixteenth. Like it was like a one. I think it was one sixth or one fourth model. It was it was big. It was nice. It was like a really cool, uh, you know, thing for him. And when he saw it, he was just like, "Oh, I finally got it back." Because apparently the story goes he sold it when uh, I was born. Uh... So I I took it away, and now I can give it back to him. But he can't drive it. It can just sit on a shelf. <laughs> I've seen the uh, Stuart Little. He might be able yeah. to, you know, get behind <laughs> Figure that. Figure something boy. out. Yeah. It's better than nothing, right? <laughs> Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Um, when I was a kid, I wanted to make movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, as, as early as I can remember, probably since I, probably since seeing Back to the Future, you know. Wow. Um, I always wanted to. Uh, I wanted to be a director until I understood. Until I went to film school and then found out what a director was, and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I I always wanted to just make stuff. I and that sort of evolved into like uh, wanting to write movies, and that's what I wanted to do for a really long time. Um, and I did some. I did it in school. I actually majored in a thing called film. Wow. I was like, had film in the major. Um, but look, I mean, I don't know too many people who uh, use their major in their everyday uh, 
life, right? Um, so it wasn't just film; it was it was it was basically like a production major. Mm. And at the time, um, when I graduated, Mini DV was like a couple years old. So like my freshman year was shooting on uh, a Bolex, which is like a sixty millimeter black and white camera, to using like a mini DV camera and, and editing in Avid. Wow. So I had like the real crash course of like production in all stages of production. So yeah, that's what I always wanted to do. And, um, you know, I actually did use a lot of what I learned in school, uh, in getting my first gig. So sweet. It's amazing. Yeah. Question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Oh, dude, it's it's just so small. It's like <laughs> Stuart Little. Pe- people, yeah, right. <laughs> people always uh, screw this question up because they're like, "Oh, I could beat a fox." I'm like, "I don't know if you can, dude." <laughs> like, they're they're sp- you know they're spry and they're fast and like, I mean, you'd probably kill it eventually, but like. It wouldn't it wouldn't just be like a one punch and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I feel like this is a, you, the question was a f- like who what would I what animal could I beat in a fight? Correct. I could probably beat up like a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> you I, know? I believe not even you. a sheep, not even a sheep. No. Yeah. <laughs> Straight like, up lamb. Cuz a sheep is too adult. And has seen the world in a way a lamb is fucking dumb. Sorry, didn't mean to curse. I don't no, know you're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll go. I'll, I I'm confident in lamb. Um, I'm trying to think. Whenever I go to like a farm around Halloween, and I'm like sizing up all the animals as I walk through, and I'm just not confident in any of them. Like, have you ever been up close to, like, an alpaca? Oh, yeah. Dude, no chance. Yeah. No shot. Its neck would knock me out. Like, it, like you could see the 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 raw energy, like, in its teeth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, like, they're, they're, like, uneven, and they're just, like, a row of houses in Amsterdam, and you're just, like, you're just, like, oh, this animal, it's been in captivity its whole life, but I bet... When shit hits the fan, like I'm done. Oh, it's going off. It's on you site know. with that alpaca. That's <laughs> it. This domesticated, super gentle alpaca will throw down, and that'll be that. I love it. Uh, question eight Who's someone you look up to? Um, I look up to my brother a lot because he uh, is in a completely unrelated field that requires a tremendous amount of patience and compassion and I every day like rack my brain as to how he uh, got into this line of work and how amazing you know like just look at like these two baccalaureate brothers and it's like, okay, one guy, yeah, whatever. And the other guy, wow, he's really making a difference in the world, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I definitely look up to him for sure. That rules. Uh, question nine, first album you bought with your own money. Um, 
Okay, so I've I I know t- I have two answers to this: one as a cassette and one as a CD. Oh, I like this um, differential. Yeah, the cassette was um, Kerplunk by Green Day, Ooh. which was probably in like ninety two or th- probably ninety three, maybe. And my first CD that I ever bought was the Gin Blossoms New Miserable Experience, uh-huh. which had like Hey Jealousy on it and Found Out About You and just like banger after banger from those guys. Like yeah. not, not you know, not exactly in line with the music I listen to now, but man, the second one of those tracks comes on, holy shit. They're just, I don't know. I think there's something really kind of special about that album. And I think there's a lot of songs on that record that found their way into popular culture in a meaningful way. Yes. So, so I guess I'm not too banged up about that. And in the way that like 10 years ago, I probably would not have admitted that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, Question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh man, the last time I did karaoke was with Dan Reichert. Oh boy. And I did I don't know why I did Caravan by Jim Morrison. Ooh. I like that choice though. I it's such an impossible song to <laughs> sing cuz like that dude's voice and he's a kook now, right? Like he's just a, a total son of a bitch now, but Oh yeah. Um his voice is all over the place in that song, but it's got that great, like, um, group chant, like, sort of mm. thing, like the la la la, like everyone can do it in the room. That's and good. that's super fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that's probably my go-to. It's just a fun song to sing, and I I I guess I had, like had been watching the last waltz a bunch. Mm. Um, and. Oh man! If you you, I'm sure you've seen that, right? Oh yeah. You've seen the, when Van Morrison gets out, did I say Jim Morrison? I said I meant Van Morrison. If I said Jim Morrison, yeah, there's a difference. Uh, when he gets out there and he sings that song, see, I always thought um he was completely wasted, and I bet he was. But there's stories that go around that say that he was super nervous, and really, not, and not intoxicated. I don't know. The door mm. probably swings both ways on that, but uh, a little bit from just, column A, a little bit from yeah. column B. You know, it's... like I I watched the last waltz probably like two times a year, and him in that sequence purple jumpsuit, doing those high kicks up and down the stage, Legendary. and the band is just like, "Whoa, Van! <laughs> Whoa, buddy! It's so sick! I love it!" Yes, Van Morrison caravan oh great choice yeah. great choice yeah. uh question 11 last song you listen to oh i've been listening to uh gojira today oh this french metal band uh gojira um i think they're i don't know what song it was but it was what it was their um what the hell's the name of this album um, Gojira's. I it's their latest album. 
and I listen to it a great deal. I'll look it up just because I've got Spotify opened right here. It's uh, their album's called Fortitude. Fortitude. Yeah, it came out last year. And Spotify, the sponsorship opportunity is still open. Sponsor hey, this question. Come on. <laughs> These things don't just uh, come for free, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll take this to title. Don't make me right? do it. Come on. <laughs> uh, question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? I'd like to hear more. So there's one band I really love. Uh, I grew up listening to in the 90s called uh, RX Bandits. They started out as a ska band and then they kind of like, they kind of evolved into like a jammy rock funk kind of outfit, which I feel like should have been the progression for like every talented (laughs) ska band. Mm -hmm. Like don't get rid of like people, ska has obviously been the punchline, the musical punchline of a lot of, uh, you know, jokes, but I think. I do think Sky's underappreciated because of some of the talented musicians that were really up there, like doing their thing. RX Bandits, I kind of put in a different category because they transcended that genre and really, you know, got their tentacles into the jammier scenes, the the, the rock, yeah. you know, and even the hard rock. You know, these guys would like open up with heavy duty bands. Um, they haven't put out a record in like eight years. They still tour. Uh, whenever they put something out, it is just like a triumph. So I uh, would love to see more stuff from those guys. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13, a song that brings the most emotion out of you. There's like a, it was weird for whatever reason. Like, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights would really, like, move me in a weird way. Interesting. I don't know if it was because I associated so much with my childhood because uh, I went to, like, a summer camp for a couple years. And, um, you know, it's, it's already the mid-90s, right? So that song's kind of, it's not new. Yeah. Right? But for whatever reason... That song was like the staple of those year, those years of uh, those summer years. Interesting. And when I hear th- that song, I'm just like brought back to this. I have these memories of like, man, you know, it's uh, it's just a different time. It's just you, you know, m- music does that. Music like evokes those memories in a way that you know, like I think smells do that. I think music does that. Um, and yeah, I think that, um, I think that song really like grabs me in a weird way, mostly because of the memories I associated with, associate with it. It's great. Yeah. Um, and i also feel like November rain does that too. Interesting. You know, like these, the music that shaped me when I was young yeah. I heavily associate with the videos too, mm. right? The music videos. And uh November Rain is like weird and sad and it's like wait, you he's marrying a girl and she dies like that day? Like what happened? 
And that church is way too small for the ceremony <laughs> they're implying that took place inside of it. Oh, Axel. Oh, Axel. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was funny because I had a, for a little while, I had a, a Guns N' Roses pinball machine in my house. And you can, pl- it, the, the object of the game is to like play a concert, basically. And you choose the song. So I'm always choosing November Rain. And you have to basically like keep the balls in play until you get to that solo. And then at the That's end, and then really cool. And then I got, you know, through the whole song once and you forget at the end where like things just get, you know, they just on, un- they just unravel and you're just like, Oh wow. This, everything has fallen apart. And I don't know. Yeah. That's, those are the two songs that, that come to mind. Meatloaf and GNR. That's it. And that's not, you know, that's not me today, but <laughs> that's, that's what brings it out for me, I guess. I love it. Uh, question 14. You might have gotten uh, an answer. What's your favorite music video? Uh, it's definitely Sledgehammer, I'd say, by uh, Peter Gabriel. Oh. Uh, that, I mean, I just have a bunch. That comes to mind. Um, Closer by Nine Inch Nails comes to mind. Classic, yeah. Um. I gotta, at the very least, just sort of like say, "Hey, those Aerosmith, Alicia Silverstone videos were kind of cool back in the day." <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, 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 and uh, "Land of Confusion" by uh, Genesis. And the, the, the Phil Collins is bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's a wild trip of a. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't know the video. I know the song. Yeah, it's it's. It's weird. Um, it's all puppets. It was like the it was like the Reagan puppet, and it's just really upsetting. Like, <laughs> truly, had burned an image in my brain as a child. Wow. Uh, but that video rules. Yeah, well, I'm doing giving everyone some homework. They got to watch yeah, these videos. Go check it out. I love it. Uh, fifteen. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Probably, um, I for, I don't know the name, but I would definitely put it towards, um, you know, stroke research. Mm. You know, uh, my mom had a, a really bad stroke about, damn, it's like, what is that, six years ago. Oof. And it's, it's super shitty and, you know, it's seen, and it seems like it's very close. They're never, I don't, I don't know where they are in like figure. It just seems like there's a lot of things that can be improved quality of life and, and prevention. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's unfortunately not uncommon. So that's where I would put it for sure. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, 16 favorite holiday. Halloween. Oh, number one with a bullet. I love yeah, it. I mean, uh, plus if I didn't say that, my wife would stab me um, <laughs> in like a scream mask. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just the best. It's the best time of year because it's also like, hey, don't worry. You're good weather wise for like six months. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Put on a hoodie. It's just ushering in fall in, in the best possible way. Uh, I love it. Great for kids. Great for adults. It's, it's everything. Everyone wins. It's everything. It's like, it's like, oh, you like candy? Yup. You like leaves rustling in the wind? Yup. You like scary stuff? Yup. 
Okay, easy. It's just simple. <laughs> simple. It's amazing. Uh, 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Oh, I'm not fancy. Mm. You know? Uh, just the, just the regular coffee for me. I, sometimes I'll do like a dirty coffee where I take a, a shot of espresso and I drop it in the coffee Yeah, to really kickstart the engine. If you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, although tough to do that in public these days, just because of, I'm on a, you know, got certain schedules. Yeah. Got, uh, certain things happen. If I drink that much coffee, <laughs> uh, playing with fire a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I used to, man, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I, I started drinking coffee much later in life. And when I, I, I don't know, what do you, what's the average age someone starts drinking coffee? I feel 20, like 20, yeah, 18. Like, I'm, I'm thinking like senior year of high school, 17, 18. Okay. That feels about 17, right. 18. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're like, I could drive now. I might as well stop off at Wawa. <laughs> I'm an whatever. adult. So yeah, quick check here I come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take advantage of this here cup holder. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> I didn't start drinking coffee till I was like 24, 25. And my onboarding was this insanely sugary, like concoction from Starbucks. That was like, it was called some sort of like cafe dolce out of cinnamon. I don't know, whatever it was. It was insane. I'm sure it had 40 grams of sugar in each, uh, you know, cup. Oh yeah. But I, I just, you know, it was probably more the sugar than the caffeine that was like energizing me. But uh, I slowly but surely offboarded that and onboarded to coffee. And now I just I love it. I I, I have to have it every single day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. All right. Question eighteen. Maybe our most controversial question. Oh wow! Spell the word gray. <laughs> um. So. My go to so so okay, I will give you my answer. It's G R A Y. Okay, okay, okay. But I totally flop back and forth. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you if you were to look at anything I've ever written, just search that. Where I would hope that there's a fifty percent, <laughs> uh, you know, an equal amount of of an appearance because I just don't know what the answer is. Yeah, and I feel like the ey is like the British way to do it, although I have no, no evidence to support that. Um, but yeah, is is there a real way? Is there a correct grammatical way to do it? I've preferred not looking it up. Just oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> just... you don't want to compromise the sanctity of this question. Exactly. Yeah. My my favorite answer to it though is that ey is just more of like a vibe or like a mood, like a gray afternoon or something. But ay is like the crayon like the color you know what you I mean? know that oh, that's such a weird way to answer that question <laughs> you know i was it was funny because we were talking about music and i just looked up the way afi spells it for girls not gray oh if you know yeah. that song yeah and it's g-r-e-y and i would have bet anything it was a-y <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Davy have take it up with Davy Havoc. I have no idea. I got beef with him. Davy, the 24 hour party zone in here, and I'm coming for you. Uh, (laughs) I've lost some respect for them right there. I don't know. Absolutely. (laughs) 19. What's your prized possession? Oh, okay. You got okay. There's got to be a little bit more context here just because 
I could answer this in the dumbest way possible. Mm-hmm. I could answer this in like a responsible way. <laughs> or I could just say like, here's the coolest thing I have. Right. I think that one. <laughs> it's the coolest thing. That feels like the heart of the question. Bob, I'm such a weirdo. I collect so many things. I have so many stupid hobbies <laughs> over the years that I've gone in and out of and flirted with and like have gone crazy with and then abandoned for four years mm-hmm. until I see something again that draws me back in. So I think it's like almost idiotic of me to just be like i really like this marvel card i have or something like that or i really like this pen i have um you know my okay so the right answer is my and it's i guess it's not a possession but my family is the 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 thing i hold nearest and dearest to me right of course that core now that out the way, with that out the way, you know, I really, I, I just really enjoy having like, and sharing the, the sort of like game room in my house with people, you know, like I've got a bunch of pinball machines, I've got an arcade machine and just, you know, when the, when there's kids in the house, especially around Halloween where we've got like, you know, a party going on and there's like 12 kids in that room yeah. all playing, it's just great. And I love, like, being able to just, like, you know, like, put my hand up against the wall with someone and just, like, observe all that. Drink a beer and just be like, this is dope. I wish I had this when I was eight. This is pretty sick. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think I think we'll go with that uh, outside of the responsible answer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? Um, that, not, not as much as I used to be. Um, you know, I used to be insanely competitive in everything. And now I don't know if it's something that comes with age. I'm talking like I am a 93 year old man, but (laughs) I just, I, I don't like have that drive as much as I do anymore where I'm just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I, I'm a diehard hockey fan. I'm a, you know, I play hockey. When the Devils, the, I love the New Jersey Devils when they used to be in the playoffs because they they don't do that anymore yeah, because they're so while. bad, yeah, right? Cool. When they were in the playoffs, like I couldn't function. Okay, <laughs> 2012, the Devils are playing the Kings in the Stanley Cup Final, and I'm in L.A. for E3. Whoa, okay? territory, yeah. So the Devils lost the first two games both in overtime, and it was just like coin tosses. Those games could have gone either way. And there I am, game three, and I, and it was like I think it was the Sony press conference the night of game three. And I'm just I'm just not I'm not looking at I don't give a shit what Sony's doing. I'm watching <laughs> the 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 game on my phone. And you know, ten years ago, I mean, you could do that, but it wasn't as good as it is now. True. And it was just stuttery and shitty and like, I, I couldn't function. Now, look, if the devils made it to the final again, I probably, that would command most of my week or two, but, but I'm just, you know, with a lot of things, I'm just like, all right, you know, that's nice. I, 
you know, and and I almost get like yelled at on my 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 the team that I play on where I'm not as like freakishly competitive. Well, people will be like, "Come on, don't you give a shit about winning?" And I'm just like, sort of. <laughs> mostly no is my answer like do i want to win this game do i want to win our league yeah that'd be nice yeah do i give a shit no <laughs> i the reason i want to win is because we get to play more games and i get more of my money's worth out of this league that's why i want to win i want to win to like have a good deal for, for efficiency's sake not for the yeah, exactly i'm trying to make this economical <laughs> you you want to give me a t-shirt at the end because we won great fine but like, if I'm not losing sleep over it, sorry guys. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, question twenty-one: Do you consider golf a sport? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, as someone who plays a lot of golf or used to play a lot of golf, um, it's more of a sport than bowling. Uh, because bowling, I consider a game. Mm-hmm. I think it is a sport. Um, because, you know, people like, look, you spend a day playing golf. You're beat at the end of it. Oh, yeah. I could I could play five. I could roll five games of bowling and be like, I, I think we're I'm <laughs> drunk. I think we're done. Right. Like, yeah, you only you know? stop and playing I, bowling because the lane is up like, yeah. you know, well, like it's getting too expensive, yeah. you know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, and as someone who's like good at weird sports, like ping pong and bowling and golf. And the only thing that I'm halfway decent at that's a quote unquote real sport is, uh, is hockey. Um, yeah, I think it is a sport though, because, you know, to have the right form and to have uh, an effective swing and to really pulverize a ball in a in a meaningful way, yeah, you need to be agile and you need to be in shape. And I know there are some like not in shape golfers out there, and that's fine. There's also plenty of not in shape baseball players out there too. But um, you don't want to. I hope you don't have any baseball questions because I am locked and loaded to rip that <laughs> shit apart. <laughs> Uh, I hate baseball. Um, the next 74 questions are how much baseball sucks. I hope they're all like, tell us in no less than 74 (laughs) ways. I just, oh man, I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, I guess football too. I hate too. But anyway, um, that's not what you asked. Golf. Yes. Golf by the, by, by a hair Mm. qualifies as a sport. It is a sport. You got lucky this time. Golf. This. Yep. You watch your ass, though, golf, okay? You're on a thin line. You got two, that's your first. Uh, Question 22. Have you ever played any sports? Oh, yeah. Pretty much all of them except for football. American football. Gotcha. Um, I think American football is a car crash simulator. (laughs) I think it is insane. Uh, And I know people are going to be like, oh, well, hockey's not much better. You're like, no, it's not, but it is. It's not that much better, yeah. But I think, and and the league could do a lot more to pr- to protect the health of its players. Absolutely, I think hockey's been more proactive lately. They're actively removing the things that hurt the players the most. Anyway, obviously I'm a little biased there, but um, yeah. Growing up, I pl- I play baseball. 
Dude, I was good at baseball. I if I stuck with baseball, I would have been a much better baseball player than I ever became hockey, a hockey player. Wow. For sure. Without a doubt. I was good. Um but around like 16, I was just like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's so boring. Um my my kid played little league the last 2 years and he's just like what this is punishment. Uh, <laughs> offense is fine. You hit the ball. That's great. You tell a seven-year-old, hey, you're going to play uh, second base for 45 minutes while a bunch of kids, 90% of them wish not to be here, uh, are going to just attempt to hit this. No, it's terrible. I don't have a solution of how they can make Little League better, but it needs to be made better. Um, I played soccer. Not so much. Probably the least amount. Um yeah, I played golf in high school. I played for uh, uh, the high school team for a year nice. and then stopped because I wanted to just, you know, be a teenager. Um, yeah, I did bowling. I did, uh, and then, of course, hockey. I started with roller and then pivoted to ice. Nice. And I'm still doing it, man. Still I'm the oldest it. guy on my team by six years. <laughs> Whatever. You got you're the grizzled veteran. You got to show them. It, they call me Uncle Jeff. Oh, that's it, good. <laughs> it's it is kind of cool. I I've learned to embrace it in a in a good way. You know. Uh, twenty three. I have an inkling. I know what the answer is. Favorite sport to watch. <laughs> yeah, you know it's hockey. Yeah, of course, that yeah, feels like yeah. a. You like hockey, Bob? I was actually just looking off camera. I do have a Devil's hat right off to the side here. Uh, oh yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> I this is as good a time as any to bring it up. I'm still not positive. I think I saw you at a Devils game once, like four years ago or something. Oh sure, you probably did. I go, I go to at least like a dozen a year. Yeah, especially pre lockdown and all that stuff. I would go to sure. a bunch, just get like cheap seats and you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, hang out and try to sneak my way into the Fire and Ice Club. And uh, <laughs> so I was leaving a Devils game, and I was. You know, with, with whatever group I was with, and I passed someone who looked just like you, and I just went, ah, I'm not going to bother him. But I went, I turned around, and I just went, Jeff Bacalar? <laughs> and and whoever this was, you or someone else, just didn't respond or didn't turn around oh, or anything. And I just went, I definitely would have. Okay. Dude. And I just if moved If it was on. me, I definitely would have. I mean, if it was the end of the game, I was probably a little drunk, yeah, but. You got a couple um, of those tall boys in. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was. That's, I played. Um, I played men's league at the practice rink this summer. Then, oh, really? At Barnabas, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's very cool going into the practice thing with, like, they've got the banners up there, and the ice is amazing, Ooh. obviously. And the lo- even the locker rooms, like, are way above men's league uh, standards. <laughs> You're like, this, there's no rust anywhere. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. That rules. Uh, 24, theme parks. Sure. Oh yeah. Big fan. Nice. Nice. Now I have a I have someone in my life who's uh discovering them for the first time and mm. that's awesome. And he's almost tall enough to really do damage at Great Adventure. So I don't think this year this year was a couple inches too short to really uh get crazy, but I, I think and this time next year we'll be uh, we'll be there for sure. That- that's a breakthrough moment in any kid's life when they're ride they're, when they're tall enough to just carte blanche like anything in oh, the yeah. park. Oh, he, we had him down uh, at the shore last week, and he was in Wildwood, and he got some of the wooden coasters there. He was tall enough. 
and he went on his first like big boy wooden mm. coaster and he was just like how is this allowed <laughs> this is <laughs> you know it was it was great it was awesome oh yeah uh question 25 dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality mm-hmm. you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? Before they just, like, overtake me? Correct. Like, okay. There's, there's one solid wave of X. Nine-year-olds. Yeah. And you, you'd probably take X, but X plus one, you're, you're losing. I'm going to, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm really well suited to answer this, not because I spend a lot of time fighting nine-year-olds, but I do spend some time wrestling around with a seven-year-old who is big for his age, tall for his age. There you go. And he's getting strong. Like, and he's just also, he's just big. Like, I don't pick him up anymore. You know, like they're big. They're, they're little, like, despite what anyone says, they're little people. Um. (laughs) I think so. So, okay. So are they coming in and they're just swinging? They're just like ready to go. They're ready to roll. Yeah. And, and this is not, okay. So we're, this is actually like, you know, you're fighting for survival here. Uh, or judge's decision. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're putting on a show. In, in a little, this, is, little this is a pay-per-view I'm doing next month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't think it's more than 10. I think it's like eight or seven just because i'm telling you especially uh with them i mean all i'm picturing is me doing some sort of like spin move where i just like Mm -hmm. attempt to knock them all off me as fast as i can but soon i'll get dizzy and that'll be that Mm -hmm. uh i it's it's a it's a single digit number for sure yeah for sure yeah once you get more than two per limb it's like it's you're you you know i'm sure like it's so funny because I could I, I hate to bring up Reichard. I know you've talked to him, but I feel like he's probably like forty seven, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, no, you dumb dumb. Uh it's much, much less. Well he's got a steel um, chair. He's he, Yeah, you know, exactly. And he's just like, is this yeah. So um without a doubt, single digits. That's fair. That's fair. Uh twenty six. What's a game you know you can win? Any uh, any kind of game? What are we what are we talking about? Oh here? yeah. Purposefully vague. Video card, real. I don't know whatever the third category is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm the probably the most confident in bowling. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do you have a um? What, what, like, what's your highest game you can recall? Two sixty two. Holy, that's about a hundred and sixty better than me. That's <laughs> that's I and I only just did that like three years ago. Um. Bowling is a thing that just comes so naturally to me. I don't know if I bowl the correct way. I don't know what it is about it. I'm not that proud of it. Uh, <laughs> it's just this thing that I always sort of did. My dad taught me, you know, took me when I was very young, and he was very good. But, yeah, that, and then I think a close second is ping pong. I feel like I... You know, I'm always, I always go into like, if I'm, if I feel like I'm about to enter a serious ping pong game, I'm always just like, Ooh, I have a little bit of self doubt. I'm like, Oh, this, this person might beat me. 
And then it's like 21 to four. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'm better than average at this, uh, at this game here. You've pinged a couple pongs in your day. I see. Yeah. And I've, I've pinged some pongs in, I, I guess the other answer too is, is pinball, but pinball is not really fair because pinball is like, do you know this game or do you, have you never played this table before? Yeah. And if you've never played this table before, you do not stand a chance. Yeah. So that's always a tough one. I hear you. Uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? I think like sci-fi. Ooh. I think I can, I think I can speak endlessly about heady, you know, sort of like existential sci-fi ideas. Um, just, you know, I think a lot of that started in college because you do a lot of things in college that you, uh, you know, you enjoy and you start to like, you feel very free, Mm. right? And you let your mind go a little bit. Uh, And I think those are necessary moments in in the development of of a person. But um, yeah, I think, I think I could go on for a really long time about that. And also just sort of like futurism. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I was always I've always been like obsessed with uh you know media that portrays a vision of the future. Like not 20 years from now, I'm talking like 50 or more, you know. Yeah. Love that stuff. So, can happy to to talk about that for hours. That's awesome. Uh 28 favorite place you visited. Uh Italy. Mm. I say Italy and Hawaii are t- are tied. Wow. Um, similar in some ways, but um, Hawaii because it's it's the the youngest land in the world uh, in terms of just how old the the geology is there, right? And the and the geography is there, and it's just yeah. it, if you if you do a tour of those islands, you will see basically every ge- you know every sort of like geographical phenomenon earth has to offer save for you know a couple sort of things but i love that and i love uh i i got to go to um naples and i got to spend a week uh on the amalfi coast in italy and i was just like holy shit i i like a part of me was just like we need to just move here and stay here forever and not you know be live our you know leave live the next 40 years of our life here and just not do anything yeah it's just amazing there yeah sounds really awesome pretty darn good uh 29 what's your catchphrase (laughs) uh um it's probably um (laughs) he said i know people yeah oh my god i know people say i say fantastic a lot and i do um yeah i i I mean it's tough it's tough because i think it changes i think i go you know i think i like go into like other you know sort of like vernacular themes through the years I used to say, like, I used to call everything the guy at some point in my life where I was just like, what's this guy? It just didn't matter what I was pointing to. It was always the guy. And then 
you know, you start to change the way you speak and everything's fantastic. And then you're just, you know, I say, okay, buddy, a lot like, okay, buddy. Uh, I don't know. I, that's a tough one to answer. I, I feel like, I feel like you would maybe, or someone who listens to my stuff would know, would have a better idea. Mm, that's a good point. I, can I, can I turn the tables a little bit and be like, Hey Bob, God. what's my catchphrase? I kind of like, Hmm. <laughs> but mm. yeah, I, I, I think it, uh, the fact that nothing comes to the top of my head, I think okay. fits your, your, your path of, uh, you know, changing it up from time to time. You got to keep it fresh. I say, you, you know, because yeah, you just got to do that. It's going to be all right. <laughs> Maybe my next one is it's going to be all right. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how the wind blows. I like it. Uh, 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Um, I did a really fun Beetlejuice one a couple years ago Ooh. with the flannel shirt the red undershirt and the beige pants really nailed it in a super satisfying way. <laughs> and I think that for me has been the best that I can remember. Yeah. Solid. 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? That's a good question. Nothing's coming right to mind. Although. Yeah, nothing's coming right to mind, man. Right. I don't think I've ever had anything named after me. Like I want one. I want. I would like something named after me. Like a sandwich would be nice. This is where. But no, I. What's that? This is where legally I am obligated to say I do have a hot dog named after me, and it's probably the highest honor of my life. Yeah, that's sick. Where <laughs> uh, a bar that no longer exists. <laughs> okay, shout out Highland Place in Maplewood, New Jersey. Uh, does not nice. exist anymore, but. Uh, for a, a a good couple of months, they had the Buell uh, hot dog Great. with uh, fried plantains, a chorizo, and a, a spicy cheese sauce. Oh wow! It was it was a banger. It w- that sounds nice. Dude. Oh yeah. The day that place went out of business, I stole so many of their menus. <laughs> I was just gonna say you oh, you gotta. Oh yeah, just so I could have that. I don't think I've lost forever. I don't think I know. I don't. I don't think I'm. When did they close? Uh, ooh, five six years ago. Okay, probably. But no, I used to work right around the corner from there, so it was one of those. You work at this bar when you're done. You got to go to the bar around the corner, and vice versa. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right on yeah. near the train station, directly across the train station. Yeah, yeah. St. Okay. James I know Gate, that area. Irish pub. Right on. Yeah. Okay, worked there for five years. Nice. You go in there. Tell Jimmy you know me. He'll. He won't give you anything free, but he'll recognize the name. He'll be like, I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) He knows Buell. He knows. (laughs) Okay. I will do that next time I'm there if I go there for sure. Solid spot. Uh, 32. Hobby, you've dedicated the most time to. Good question. Keyboards. Oh. Now, I assume not. Mechanical keyboards. Okay. I was going to say not piano. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Can't play piano. Wish I could. I can build you a pretty sick mechanical keyboard, though. Nice. That's, uh, yeah, that's definitely taken. That's been the, that's probably, uh, in, during the, the start of the pandemic, I, I hit the, uh, the time where it was like, okay, this is, 
this is officially the thing I've spent the most time on. <laughs> I broke the record for sure. Nice. Uh, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Mila Kunis. Oh, excellent answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What more can I say? I know. It's just... <laughs> I I I have that one ready in the chamber, just <laughs> ready to go. Thirty four. What's the strangest job you ever had? I, uh, for for uh, one summer, a buddy of mine, his dad sold uh, sheets, bedding, bedding sheets, mm. and I'm probably eighteen or nine. No, when the hell was it? It must have been after school because I was interning during college years. So I guess it was like when I was maybe 21 or 22. Uh, and every weekend he would go on these trips to the shore or, uh, you know, these flea markets. Yeah. And he would drive a box truck down there with like, you know, 2,000 sheets. Wrapped up, high thread count. Nice. And he would sell sheets, and like this was, it's not the it's not the, the your question was the weirdest job, uh, the the experience yeah. right was it the yeah, weirdest strangest yeah it it was just I just couldn't believe that this man was doing this <laughs> for a living because he was so unorganized and. He's like, all right, come over to my house at 3.30 in the morning. And I was just like, 3.30 in the morning? He's like, yeah, because, you know, it takes me 90 minutes to load up my truck. We get to the, his, his warehouse, and his warehouse looks like an earthquake had <laughs> recently rocked the area. And you're just like, oh, cool. Uh, you're not going to know what. And, of course, he, it, it takes. It was, it, was, it was a horror show. I can't, like, even thinking about it is giving me anxiety because of just how terrible it was. Uh, and then, you know, 12 hours later, you're not even done with the day. Oh my God. And it was just the worst. And we didn't get home till like nine, 10 o'clock at night. And I did it maybe five times in a summer. And like, you couldn't pay me enough to do it again. It was horrific work. Uh, let alone the weirdest dude and the (laughs) weirdest places we would have to go to. You'd be at a flea market next to like a guy who's selling taxidermy and we're selling bed sheets, and you have these like weird, you know, like these weird table rules with each other, and like the whole culture of the flea market is is weird and shitty. And no, thank you, dude. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty five book you'd recommend the world to read. I can. I'm only as good as the latest book I've read, and I don't read an awful lot. Uh, I read more. Uh, comic books and um, you know graphic novels. Um, I don't. I, I have, I've never. Re- I'm trying to think if I've read a graphic novel that felt important in a way that it was like, oh, aside from it being a beautiful piece of fiction, it says something that is that that is bigger than than you know, or means something bigger than than just the book. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess you could say that about like Watchmen, maybe. But, um, yeah, I'm only as good as the latest book I've ever read. And the latest book I read was, is a book called Tokyo Vice. 
which I think they just made a show on HBO. And it was, it was just about this like dude, this American dude who was living in Japan and became like a police beat reporter. And he got like tied up in the Yakuza. Oh, wow. And it's just a really interesting, uh, cultural examination. Um, I really want to visit Japan. Um, I, I feel like it's probably the only place in the world that feels like a different planet. Mm. And I just want to go there because of that. And also because, you know, there's a lot of things that I enjoy that, that, you know, originate over there. And, um, yeah, I found, I found that to be a really sort of like interesting take, a, a cool way to sort of like ingest that culture. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 36, a movie that always makes you laugh. Oh, Big Lebowski, man. All time. I can classic. watch that movie. Yeah, I can watch that movie whenever. And it is the most comfort food ass movie <laughs> uh, I can possibly put on. Um, interestingly enough, the same actor is in this that movie and the other movie I'm about to say. May you rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. There's a movie called State in Maine that came out in like it was it was probably right around 9/11 because it was just sort of like forgotten. I think. Yeah. It's a David Mamet movie, and it was just about this production company trying to make a movie, and they keep getting like kicked out of the locations that they're trying to shoot at. And the last, and it's just like, it's very much a farce and a parody of Hollywood. Uh, they just, they're just like a, they're just a disease and they, they come to a small town and they just destroy it and they like ruin the people's lives that are in there. But it's a, it's just a really well-written funny kind of movie. Uh, it's got a really good cast and, um, it always it's another comfort food movie that is probably not obviously as uh, well known and popular as Big Lebowski, but yeah, those are my two. Great, great choices. Thirty seven. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Um, like Anchorman two. I feel like was oh, is is up yeah. there. Remember that? Actually, <laughs> you remember that they actually did that? I walked out of the Prince of Persia movie and. Uh, I think I only walked out of that movie because I had, I was there on like a, a press thing mm. where I was just like, I just can't do this. Uh, this is just too horrific to watch. Um, yeah, those are the two that, that, uh, that jump out at me. Horrific movies. So bad. Thanks a lot, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. What are you good for besides everything else you've done? <laughs> uh, 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? It's funny. If I I really think my answer for a while would have been Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Just absolutely phenomenal. Um Yeah, I'll go with that. No, oh, it's a great choice. Yeah. Uh 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the Raptors are running through the kitchen? It was so cool. Oh my god, that was the first thing I ever like that was one of the first PG-13 movies I saw in the theater. You chose well. And I just remember I was there with a friend of mine. It was just the two of us. And like, it it was the first time I enjoyed being scared. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was the first time 
And I think, you know, I'm very particular about like the kind of, at that age, especially like the kind of scary I wanted to feel. I wanted, I and and because it was dinosaurs, it was just like, this is, this is a victim. This is perfect. (laughs) None of this is real. This could never happen. I can feel good about watching this movie and enjoying the trip. And that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Um, it's the best that that movie is so goddamn good. And it's, and it, and it holds up in a way that, I mean, we were almost 30 years removed from that movie. Yeah. And is it 30? Yeah. We're almost yeah, 30 92, years. Right? 90, that, 93 or 94, yeah. maybe. Yeah. A unbelievable movie. Unbelievable scene. Oh. The best. The reflection. Oh my God. The coolest. They the open best. the door with the freaking yeah. I, mean, I got I have Jurassic Park pinball. They don't really. I think there's there on the side the vinyl. Yeah. It's the a raptor on like a a kitchen table mm. with like the pots and pans next to them. So yeah. good. Uh, forty first show as a kid you got really into. Oh, okay. You can't do that on television. Oh, nice. Nickelodeon. Uh, that is my earliest memory of like a show that I was watching like unsupervised, and I just fell in love with like the people on that show, and I wanted them all to be my friends. <laughs> and it just seems so cool to just be, you know, a kid and a comedian and getting, you know, an actor. And I just, I just love, I just, yeah, that that was that was the best. I, without a doubt was just like uh fascinated with what it was and it just it was like i i like owned it in a way you know like i really 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 got into that show i I haven't seen it forever i wonder how it holds up it's probably really bad um i remember the opening credits being like this monty python-esque uh sort of like cartoon um but yeah that's that's the first one i can remember i think I think that is solid. Something that's always been with me. Yeah. I love that Nickelodeon basically built their empire just stealing their slime gimmick. Like, truly. crazy. I was, and that I'm glad you brought that up because a that's true. Uh, it was not because obviously that was a Canadian show that they lifted yep. or they they just repurposed, right? Or or you know licensed out rather. Yeah. And it was I don't know was the slime. If you said, I don't know, you got slimed. Yep. And if you said water, you got water poured on you, poured on you. And the slime gag. Oh my God. Yeah. Who doesn't think Nickelodeon without green slime? There's still or orange slime. slime in like Zach Efron or whoever shows up to those award shows every year. Like it's crazy. It's wild that that's still happening. Why is nobody talking about yeah, that? They just stole it from this Canadian they stole show, it. but they're too polite to say anything about it. <laughs> They're just like, oh, enjoy that gift. Enjoy that little gift. No, no, no remuneration is necessary. You don't need 30 years of residuals. No, no, no. You enjoy. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. I'm glad we brought that up. We have to talk about that somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is a, this is a controversy waiting to happen. Nickelodeon, you bastards. <laughs> you know what you did. You know what you yeah, did. Yeah, right? There's, they're Canadian. They'll never... <laughs> Seek legal action. They'll <laughs> never litigate. They probably don't have phones up there anyway. Right? Who will pick up their calls anyway? 
That's awesome. Uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? There's an obvious answer here. I think uh, there's one name that gets tossed around a fair bit. And it's Fred Savage. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd (laughs) crush it. He... (laughs) But, like, it's funny. Obviously, the Seth Rogen thing is funny, too. But the growing up, I look exactly like Fred Savage. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, because growing up, I had, when I had hair, it was, uh, it was dark. It was like your, like your color. It was like, it was, it was flowy and it was black brown. Oh. And I, and I had a few freckles and it was, and I just sort of like people were always just like, "Oh, you could be Fred Savage's twin on that Wonder Year show," <laughs> and that gets to you after a while. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Oh gosh, I've met a ton. I've been lucky enough to meet a ton of celebrities. Uh, probably Robin Williams or Danny DeVito. Whoa, Danny DeVito! I interviewed on uh, with CNET. There's a you could watch that. I can't watch that, but you could watch that <laughs> because I. That was the first time that I could not handle my shit. Really? Like I had interviewed so many celebrities through four or four days when I used to do a podcast on CNET, yeah. and we we got like you know I I rubbed elbows with the right press people and we just became like a junket stop really when people were in new york and we were getting so many people through our through the 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 doors of that show it was awesome for whatever reason one year we were out in vegas for ces and i got like a press release in my inbox and this is like this i don't know what year is it's probably like 13 or 14 you know, it was obviously well established on Sunny by then. And on a whim, I was just like, you usually like reply back to the email. I call, like there was a phone number. I called it right away. And I was like, I, I, I'm in Vegas. Uh, there's, I'm like, there's nothing cool happening at CES. We've got the biggest stage at CES. Can you please bring Danny DeVito? And they were like, yeah, sure. What an immediate, <laughs> just. And, yeah, no problem. and like, I didn't, I guess I pitched it really well. And, you know, I was, I kept my composure because I felt like, you know, I had nothing to lose. I was like, all right, the worst thing, they're just not going to come. Yeah. But they were just like, this sounds amazing. Please put us in touch with your producer. And I was like, uh, sure. And I, and I just, I couldn't believe it all came together so quickly. Um, But I interviewed him and dude, he comes into the green room like 15 minutes before he's supposed to go on. And he's, you know, he's just, we're, you know, I, the first thing I did was like, oh, I'm from New Jersey too. And that was it. And he was just like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and it was, it was just surreal. And I, but I couldn't handle it. It was the, it was the only time I've been starstruck where I just wow. couldn't handle it. He, there's something about him. He reminds me a lot of my dad too, because they're basically the, both the same height as well. And like, they're just these small, angry New Jersey people. <laughs> And I just, I couldn't handle it. I, I was, I loved it and I, but I was, I, it was, I was like sweating. It was so, (laughs) oh, 
It was terrible. It really well, was this terrible. This is a must-watch now. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't. I'm sure it's easily findable. Um, but man, yeah, it was. It was. It was fun though. It was fun. But yeah, I'd say those two guys are probably the two biggest celebrities. Um, that I that I was able to meet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, forty-three, TV show or podcast that you love but you don't think anyone else knows about? That's a good question. I do. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's true anymore. It used to be Oz. Mm. Where like, I would tell people like, I was, you know, they'd be like, oh, I, oh, they would like, had heard of it, but I never, never came across anyone who was like, yeah, I've seen the whole series too. And when it came out, I was like, 15 16 17 so it was it was like probably not the best like uh, it's a weird time yeah. to absorb what that show is <laughs> um i'd say that and i'd say like the shield but i know the shield has definitely like had um a follow up uh for sure i'm trying to think if there's there was a show on Netflix called Dark, but I think that too has also like gotten that, like German show, right? Yeah, the German time travel yeah. show. Yeah. Like that was recommended to me uh by someone like five five maybe five years ago when it first came on, six years ago. And I kept I feel like I kept going around to ever being like, please, 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 please and then, you know, just like a lot of things, all that good stuff will eventually float to the top, I think. Um but yeah, those are the the couple of ones that um that that come to me. Podcasts are tough. I'm trying to think. You know, I don't think I really don't think there are too many podcasts now that are like underground. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's just so tough. And I also think, you know, um, and I also think the the things that I listen to that no one else listens to, I know no one else listens to. Yeah, because they're so specific about a certain sort of thing. Um, and I guess that's the beauty of podcasts is that like, you know, the, the 3000 people in the world that are into that thing, like you, they, they can all get to one place real fast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. No, I wish I had a better answer with the podcast thing. I used to think nobody listened to reply all. Yeah, back in the day, like and then the it was like, oh no, everyone show. does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most popular show. Like I, th- I think I was just asking the wrong people uh, when that show first started coming out. But, uh, but yeah. Question forty-four: Favorite comedian of all time, George Carlin. Mm. Uh, of right now, it's probably. If you asked me this like two years ago, I would have said John Mulaney. Yeah, he's been he's been uh, up to <laughs> some shenanigans here that makes it tougher. Yeah, I mean, look, I yeah, uh, I just I've just seen a lot of his stuff since all that, and it's different. Yeah. He's different. Yeah. I can't quite put my finger on it. I think he did like, I watched like a monologue he did on SNL and I was just like, I was just like, Oh, you're, 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 you've come out the other side, a different person. 
and look at how big like this is a very difficult job. Um, I really like Stavros Halkias. Do you know who yeah. that is? I like him. I think he's about to have a big moment. He already is. He's already big time already. Um, but I enjoy him. Um, yeah. Solid choices. Excellent, excellent. 45. Best Saturday Night Live cast member. Bill Hartman. Excellent choice. Yeah. He, yeah, man. I mean, even though that, uh, you could probably argue he was a little before my time. I mean. That's that's the five-tool player right there. Like, he dude. can do anything. Everything. Yeah. Just insane. Just insane. Uh, 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? Um, go to a, uh, a fountain pen trade show in Long Island and like hang out. I'm going to check with the judges. Yep. They're all nodding. Yes. They're all nodding. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know. For a long time, it was like one of the hobbies I dabbled with. But when I dabbled, I dabbled real, real deep. Um, and it, yeah, dude, I got into that for for like a weird minute. <laughs> I still think that stuff is fascinating, and I think a lot of it is also because I love like, I love like um t- text art, mm. right? Like I love graffiti. I love yeah. like that sort of stylized character work. And I think that somehow like bled over into that world a little bit. Yeah. Um, because there are weird similarities with calligraphy, not like, so I was never a calligraphy person, but like there are graffiti artists who like specialize in certain nibs that give that graffiti effect, a a calligraphy effect with whether it be like the cap on a spray can or the nib of a marker. And I was just, for whatever reason, I think those two things somehow Venn diagrammed and like the thinnest (laughs) of like lines where it overlapped. It was like, that was me. I could totally see that. Weird. Yeah. 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 47 least favorite state. Oh, I think this is probably everybody's. Florida's gotta go, man. (laughs) It's just gotta go. I just, I'm sure there's worse states, like from the point of view that I'm approaching this question. But every, and and now it can't, like, I have fan, I have like uh, my in laws there, and I just like, I, I, Florida's probably outside of, you know, the tri state area, probably the next state that I've been to the most. Yeah. You know, both my grandparents retired down there, both sides. There were snowbirds, at least. So every winter they were there. And I spent every President's Day weekend in Florida from the ages of, let's say, like, 5 to 18. Wow. Yeah. And, dude, it's just a hellscape. It is just a nightmare. Like, traffic. People can't drive. They're all fucking crazy. (laughs) 
their politics are out of whack. It's just like everything is just the worst in Florida. I hope you like I'm sorry. torrential downpour for 10 minutes every day at noon because you're getting yeah. it in Florida, baby. And like they love that. They think that's the coolest thing. And it's like, no, motherfuckers, it's not the <laughs> coolest thing because not only is it like ruining whatever you're doing, then it just creates the most hydroplaning uh, <laughs> rampant freeway situation where, and y'all can't drive to begin with okay yeah. so oh what a nightmare of a state an absolute nightmare oh and it's also a fucking hu- humidity ridden swamp oh literal dude, it's bog just... like swamp land <laughs> It's just like I talk to people on the West Coast and they're just like, I don't have air conditioning. Right. And I'm just like, okay. Imagine like when someone from San Francisco goes to Florida for the first time, they fucking can't believe it. They cannot believe what it is. It's it's amazing. It's what a what a disaster. I'm sorry to everyone from Florida. I'm sure you're fine. You're listening to Bob's show. You sound like a good person. But God damn, they know what they've done. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Their sins are recognized. (laughs) 48. Best thing you ever won. Did win a lot of money gambling ones. Gotta be Atlantic City. Gotta be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't win in Vegas. Come on. (laughs) They'll let you walk out of the trap with a couple hundred, but you can't walk out of Vegas. (laughs) I won won like $4,200 once in in AC. Not too shabby. Um, I won, I won like a writing competition in, uh, in my freshman year of college, the, the, like the, the college paper had a contest. I was, was proud of that. Cool one. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we, uh, for our senior year. Uh, my uh girlfriend at the time, soon to be wife, and I, uh, put put a put a film a student film together, and we won second place in the in the annual uh film competition down there, and that was always like a fun sort of thing to look back on. Yeah, that's tremendous. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Say forty nine. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Oh, dude, like, it's just... It's a fountain pens. We got that one. <laughs> just the, the keyboards, the pinball, Marvel cards, comics. Um, like, you know, um, hot toys, action figures. Ooh. Uh, there was a brand called Kid Robot for a while. Do you remember, I Kid, do Robot? remember Kid Robot? And they would do those little miniature uh figures that i was like super super into um a lot of blind box stuff it's basically like coming back from comic-con and just like going nuts out in san diego and all the exclusives that were out there i mean every room in my house is (laughs) some sort of shrine like even in my shot right now i'm looking at all the fucking keycaps and all the fucking keyboards i have here um, and that's just like one shelf here. It's just every room has something. Uh, I, I, I enjoy it. You know, I think like, 
And, 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 you know, I recently, you know, my kid got in, is starting to get into Pokemon cards mm. and, you know, I, 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 that stuff became real hot when I was, um, uh, a little older, I guess I was like 16 or whenever it was. And I kind of aged out of that a little yeah. bit, I think. Um, and I, and I, and I do, you know, obviously I'm sure there are people my age way into it. I think at the time it was just like the worst time for me to be exposed to that stuff. And, um, you know, coming back around now, like I pulled out my old Marvel cards from the nineties and, you know, showed my kid and just like, this is sick. I can't believe you've had this. Like, <laughs> you know, and now there's like new Marvel cards now and like, they're starting to pop off and there's a whole scene of that. And it's just fun. It's just, uh. You know, it it's bringing back a lot of memories of like going to the hobby shop yeah. and like pulling cards and you know getting the boxes and the binders and that sort of thing. And you know, we'll see we'll see how much he gets into it. Uh, you know, it's still he's still too young to kind of understand what it is. But that was the age that I was doing Marvel cards for sure. You know, and I and I I just unearthed like all the they're right here the, all these sets oh, that I yeah, had yeah. and um they're in like perfect condition. And I'm just like, I did a good job. I kept them in great condition. Did what you're supposed to do. You know? Yeah. And my, my buddy's like, you should get those graded. I'm like, Oh, oh okay. that's a whole well, nother wormhole. The grading Dude, stuff. I, it, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just, it's too much, man. But yes, the very long answer to your super short question is you heard it. Like just about anything that can be collected. I have found a way to do it. Um, you know, I don't collect comic books. I never understood mm. that. Um, you collect a card, you can look at it, you can flip it around. You collect the comic book, it's in the seal, and it's it. It's just the cover. Yeah, you're collecting the cover. You got the cover of the comic book. There's cool shit inside. No, you can never see it again. <laughs> I just, I don't get yeah. it. You know, people are like, this is a 9.8 comic book. I'm like, that's super sick, and it's frozen in time forever. <laughs> You know, with the, with the, you know, at least with like the trading cards, you know, you look at you the front, you look at the back. You can see 100% of the item. You could see all of it. You're not missing out on yeah. anything, you know, and it's in this nice case. So you don't, you can't, you know, you're never going to like ruin it or damage it. It's like, that's nice. I get that. Um, so I, I'll never get into that probably for that specific reason. But the cards are starting to creep back into my, into my world in a, in a big way this last couple of weeks. Ooh, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, question 50 the last of the fighting questions I swear you might have heard mm. it before dubbed the Ryan Davis you're Got in it. a fight to the death with another person equal to your size you're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six inch <laughs> non-serrated knife knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent which do you choose knife or bat I'm choosing the knife just because I'm too scared of getting stabbed. Mm, that's a good. That's as good a reasoning as as any. Quite honestly, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm so scared. Like I don't know if you ever heard of this, but I'm I'm scared of knives. I have like a knife phobia, mm. and um, even my like the thing I play with, even this like switch, it's a it's not sharp. Oh. It's 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 just a box cutter that's not sharp. Because I can't be trusted. Um, I, I the the idea of being stabbed is like a nightmare. I would I'll take my chances being hit with a bat. Um, I'm going in with a knife, I guess. 
Is that Nico Heischer skating by? No. It's in fact just the second half of this episode, Skating Right By. And we've got plenty more of it, so don't you worry. But first, we just gotta send a quick shout-out to the wonderful folks who do the music for this show. Like the song you're hearing right now from the Mini Vandals, or the song that's gonna play when we come back from break from DJ Williams. Maybe even the opening song from Diala, or the closing one from Single Friend. They're good. They're great. I love them. And hey, if you want to keep up to date with all the new episodes here, why don't you give us a subscribe? Maybe follow 99QuestionsPod on Twitter. You know, whatever you want to do. Let's get back to more Jeff Bacalar. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. The 99Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right. Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know. All the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call, leave a message, have a great day. So, Jeff, I, I did want to uh, send a quick shout-out, because I think uh, what uh, you fine folks are doing over there at Giant Bomb is incredible, uh, well, especially you, recently. I think you've really been hitting on all cylinders, and uh, I think uh, legally I'm not allowed to uh, blame Dan Reichert for all that stuff, but I think it's it's everyone across the board is, uh, is really doing a heck of a job, uh, so... I do want to send a, a, a shout out that away. People aren't, uh, you know, already watching it. Uh, good God, watch those Tekken endings, dear God. Uh, but <laughs> thank you, that means a lot. Thank you, I appreciate uh, that. But if I had one question for you, and what do you know, I do. Mm. Mm-hmm. How cool is New Jersey? Oh, dude, there's something so unique about this state, and it, it's tough to describe for people outside of it because I. I think everyone yeah. has a connection to their state and people, you know, obviously a little, a little tribalism, a little team spirit, whatever you want to call it. But people enjoy, sure. it, you know, rooting for their, their home location. But there is just something about as just like you were saying with Danny DeVito, as soon as I meet somebody and they're like, oh, where are you from? Oh, you know, friggin <laughs> Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm free. What's, what's your exit on the parkway? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like. 
Oh, you know Tommy Latucci? You know that guy? It's like, oh, yeah, dude. Of course. I probably will. Like, that's the wild part about this state. Uh, it's it's a club. It is. it is. It really is. It's a VIP pass I, somehow. It It is. It's a club, and I relate it a lot to, like, the hockey club. Because mm. not everybody's in it. Yeah. You know? Uh, but if you're in it, you know each other perfectly. Uh, it is just this thing that not a lot of people can share i mean look there's a lot of people who live in jersey it's not all of jersey that's also clear. true it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like a triangle <laughs> that's pointing at pennsylvania <laughs> i have the perfect visual in my brain yes yes it is <laughs> right it's just that part that matters yeah. um and like, like draw a line from like fort lee <laughs> going yeah. west kind of down to like freehold yeah, yeah. Listen, you know you're like, like where i grew up around there one on the parkway or something that's great yeah but... it's, it's like if you can commute to manhattan yes you're in the club if, you're, if you can go to new york but you're kind of sick of going to new york <laughs> yeah it's not a novelty yeah. right over it at a certain point <laughs> yeah it's it's totally that, dude. Everyone's in the club, and everyone knows the same thing, and you all sort of like have this camaraderie, um, and you know, and you the the best thing is that you all know as as much as New Jersey has its fault, where it can get overcrowded, the traffic is sometimes unbearable, uh, but you learn and you learn to deal with, it and you learn to like. And then you learn like, hey, it's not Long Island. Uh, and you and that's the thing. And that is that is the key to the club. If you've never walked through the door, all you have to say at the password at the front is Long Island sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and everyone knows it. And even the people on Long Island know it, too, because half of them wind up <laughs> living here. Uh, it's just this club, dude. It's, you know, there's a little bit of everything. It's it is. There are parts of it that are horrific in terms of like what they kind of look like. And the, you know, I think a lot of people land in Newark and they see power plants and, you know, factories and they're just like, oh my God, an entire state of this. That little stretch of turnpike that does smell. It's just a small stretch, people. I promise you. It's just exit 13. Like, that's it. It does stink, Uh, but it gives the whole state a bad rep. Exactly. And you travel five miles away yeah. and you're just like oh my god i'm in the mountains i'm in i'm 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 at i'm at the shore i'm i'm at a lake i'm skiing i'm do i'm doing all these things it has everything it has four seasons which i used to not brag about but now apparently that is a desirable <laughs> characteristic of a place <laughs> like yeah we got four seasons here um it's great um, and that's, that's, you know, I think that's it. I think a lot of it is the club mentality The food's great. The people are great. And that's the thing. Everyone, as much as like, you know, you can butt heads with people in your area or people from another town over or whatever it is at the end of the day, you're all just like, yeah, but we're, we're from New Jersey. It's, it's, it's going to be yeah, okay. We're, we'll be fine. You know? It's going to be fine because we could just have great food and beer and like be fine. It's just going to be okay. Yes the best it's like it's like what's that atlantic city no no no, it's out of the triangle (laughs) it's It's a totally different world down there northwestern new jersey or a totally different thing but 
for people who don't know, at some point you can travel south enough in New Jersey and you're just in like severely eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're in the Pine Barrens. Like <laughs> Yeah, like that's where you wound up. Sorry. Uh you know, they might have a New Jersey mailing address, but that's yeah, about it. They know, know what they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh but we got so many more questions. Sure. Let's run through here. 51. What's your phone wallpaper right now? Uh it's on random. Whoa, is that a thing you can do? Yeah, so here's something that people with iPhones don't know. No, uh, is that I'm sure you can do that on an iPhone, almost definitely. You have to. I, I don't know. I, I took a, a nice photo from the Jersey Shore this summer, and I that's my background, so I don't know. Yeah, I mine's uh constantly just like scrolling through like random pictures. Oh, wow, it's just you know, it's like some photo album and it's just cycling through i think it's thematic so this is just like architecture that's really cool yeah and you can i think and you know i used to have, and i'll always do random i'll always like you know have it on like a, a an album from google photos or something yeah. you know just like everything else iphone just gets it a little later like oh i heard today they got an always on display <laughs> and i'm just like yeah dude like it's not it's always mine's always on too yeah. since 20 you know 18 yeah it's crazy shows the clock it's fine it's always it's there. The, not a big deal okay <laughs> you're being told it's a big deal because you don't know any better it'll be four hundred dollars more <laughs> uh, uh 52 what's the last thing you googled for real yeah i mean oh, as much as you're willing to divulge here if it's just like, I don't know, insert illegal search here. I don't know what every, I can't even um, think of one off the bat. How can I? Uh, the last thing I Googled was Black Diamond Marvel Box. Uh, got cards on the brain. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I, yeah. Again, like I said, been on the brain. Yeah. You put it, you put it right. Yeah. 53 you have to name your next pet without seeing them what do you name them kevin oh that's good that's good i think i think kevin is just like a real solid go-to choice you know i'm a big fan of giving pets very human names (laughs) kevin I dig it. <laughs> 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Hmm. The first thing that came to mind was like Tommy Dreamer, but like that's not right. Hmm. Tommy Dreamer is just sort of a. He's a nice enough guy, I think. I don't know if he's problematic. I don't know that world, but like. Yeah, you're bopping back and forth like maybe he, he had is. some things recently. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Um I I the only reason I say that, I don't know yeah, I don't know why I say that because also I did meet him once and he just seemed to be like dead behind the eyes and I was just like interesting. But he was this like ECW figure that you know, when I was into wrestling, I I was definitely like 
I dug that he was just like this everyman sort of character. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's someone else that I really Plus he came out to Alice in Chains and that just ruled, yeah. so you know? I liked Raven. I know they had a huge feud. I I I was I was into Raven, man. He was really cool back in the day, especially ECW Raven. Yes. ECW oh. Raven, ECW Al Snow. Yeah. Like, I was just into that. That era is the best. Um yeah, I'll 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 choose like a collection of those characters <laughs> for sure. Fifty-five. What's your comfort food on a bad day? It's either uh, chicken parm or it's like uh, ramen. Ooh, yeah. It's like a real big bowl of of ramen with like a, a soft boiled egg in there. And if if I've learned anything in life, if I can pass on one tidbit of wisdom in life is if a, a ramen place ever offers you an extra soft-boiled egg for a dollar you get it every yeah. single time <laughs> you, you, you're probably taking on like an insane amount of cholesterol right there but oh, yeah. like it's it's so good uh i wish i got into it much earlier in life i don't know what prevented me but um it's the I love ramen. Ramen, like I, you know, it, it more salt than any human should consume in one portion. But like, yeah. dude, it's the best. I'm just chugging best. water the rest of the day after I have it for lunch. It's just totally like unacceptable. But yeah, you amazing. wait. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> there's only two things that do that to me. It's ramen and uh, vodka martinis because I get them so dirty. <laughs> That like the, all the all the brine and all the olive juice just like yep. shrivels me up, <laughs> and then the next day I'm just like, what happened to me? Um, the only other answer I'll I'll throw in there is a is a real nice main lobster roll. Mm. Is I'll throw in that there as well. You go you go mayo style. Or you go butter nope. style. Butter. That's the way. That's butter. the way to go all day. A lot of places in Maine won't even give you the option. They'll just be like, this is our our lobster roll. Like, yep. this is how it comes. That's, yeah. I spent a weekend up in Maine and oh. just finding, like, a hole-in-the-wall lobster roll shack, like, on the end of a pier. And it's just, like, three and a half lobsters worth of yeah. meat on one It's, like, bun. $5, yeah. you know? And you're like, It was, like, oh. seven bucks with a soda. That's amazing. <laughs> Here's a pound of French fries as well. Uh, it's the best rules uh 56 favorite smell bergamot do you know what that is i don't might be saying it wrong i have this candle that i'm obsessed with and i've been buying them up on amazon because i don't think they're made anymore interesting it's it's bergamot and i don't know if i'm saying it right i think bergamot it's like a citrus but it's a musky citrus interesting and it's usually blended with like mahogany uh sometimes i love it wow. it's lately my go-to um i i just i've i candles put me in a in a zone in like a good meditative sort of place yeah and it's tough to find a scent that doesn't overpower you where like you can feel it in your throat after a while yeah uh, and I find bergamot is usually the one that's like consistent. So yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite scent. Very interesting. 
Sorry, I, I, I'm sure someone has said, like, gasoline or <laughs> you know, something like that. I, I just I would love to, like, get a super cut of all the answers to that. <laughs> Aisle three of Home Depot. Yeah. Well, it smells like fresh wood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not a bad answer. Mm-hmm. Pretty so. I, my, my other answer is, like, a Barnes and Noble. Ooh. If there's, like, a Starbucks in the corner somewhere. Sure. Because <laughs> like... then you just get, like, the notes of the uh, of the beans. But it's. Something about fresh cut paper. Mm. It's real nice. Uh, 57. Best candy. Um, mm, can't really choose just one, but in a pinch, I guess I'm going Snickers. Mm. But like, it's Snickers followed so immediately close by anything peanut butter. Like, the cups, the, you know, the, the take five, like that sort of stuff, uh, peanut butter and chocolate and salt. That's it. That's it for me. It's real solid. Yeah. 58 worst candy. Um, like almond joy, uh, these like, you know, brain dead candy bars that are just like, what are, what have we done? <laughs> um, I hate like all the sugar only candy. Like I hate like Smarties and, and even like, I kind of even throw Skittles into that too, Ooh. because Ski- I know that's maybe too, too hot, hot of a take, but like Skittles suck. <laughs> You, you you eat the Skittle and you're just like, oh, cool. I've now got like syrup paste in my mouth. Uh, and, you know, I've broken nine teeth. And, you know, Skittles go bad. They go bad so fast. Yeah. It's insane. Bite into a peanut uh, M&M. That's all you need. That's a good one. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? 59. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? Oh, wow. This is tough. Like, super local? I mean, uh, or are you asking for a chain? Or... All right. Up to you. I go to a place called the Lobster House in uh, in Cape May, New Jersey, which is all the way down there, out of the triangle, but it's down there. Down the shore will allow. Uh, yeah. It's... It, it's a triangle with, like, a weird sort of, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know, beard. It yeah. just kind of, like... Stretches goes... across Sandy Hook, Tom's River. Just exactly. down, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um and it's just uh super fresh food, super fresh seafood. Got a nice vibe. It's right there on the dock. It's not the fanciest place, but um, you know, I've never I, I go there probably once a year whenever I'm down there and it's just uh it's got a nice special place in my heart. I love it. Uh sixty. What's food you've never eaten? I've never even like bugs. I've never had like that. I feel like I've tried mostly everything cuz I but that's something I don't think I can do. Mm. I don't think I and I realize like lobsters and shrimp are basically sea bugs, but um that's the reason I I actually can't like look at them. I have to just have the meat out of them <laughs> and be move on with my day. But uh yeah, I I can't do like actual the bug food. Like, I can't take a bite out of, like, a cockroach or a cricket. I don't think I could do that. Gotcha. Uh, 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. 
Um, it's probably the the cow brain thing. Oh, what's it called? Um, head cheese. Head cheese is a thing. Yeah, where they yeah like a vinegary jelly kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, that's head cheese. All right. <laughs> I've had you know this is not it's I don't you know it's 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 problematic in its uh preparation but like foie gras mm. but that's not uncommon i feel like that's pretty pedestrian um yeah i don't know i don't know like what we you know what what comes to mind like as like super weird i feel like i've tried i try and try as much as i can you know um yeah Nothing really jumps out as like something particularly strange. Gotcha. Hey, head cheese, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It was really weird. I just had it was it was presented to me and I was just like, okay, let's just get this over with. <laughs> My grandmother used to make her own head cheese growing up. Damn. You don't want to be a little kid opening a refrigerator and just get that waft of meat oh. and vinegar and like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, no. No thanks. Not not a fan. Uh, sixty two. What's a typical day off? Um, lately it's just been like knocking stuff out around the house that I've been meaning to get to. Um, you know, if it's a day off, then my wife has one as well, and maybe we'll try and take like a day trip somewhere. Um. But lately, you know, and it's funny because you're just home so much working from home anyway, but none of the shit I got to do gets done <laughs> that needs attention. So uh, that's that's what it's looked like lately. And, you know, when the weather, you know, as it's getting cooler out, I'm much more motivated to, like, do the things that would, you know, have me pass out in the summer. Yeah. But are manageable in the fall. So a uh, lot of, like, you know uh motivation to 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 do that kind of stuff as soon as uh you know end of september october rolls around yeah 63 bucket list item you accomplished um learning to ski oh i was always afraid i was going to like let that slip by and not have it be a thing that i mastered enough where I can go to any mountain and be like, I'm going to be fine. Cause I can, I, I can, I can ski any level. I wouldn't do like double black diamonds, but like even like I could do a black diamond and not have to worry that I'm going to just not be able to do this. Yeah. And it took a while to get to that point. Um, because I, you know, I, I don't know what my parents, my parents just were not winter sports people. Mm. And I was exposed to all that stuff. Say for hockey. Uh, just later in life. And uh, it took me a while to get good enough at skiing where I'd, I'd, you know, I'd dread it, you know? Like, if I was going on a ski I'd just be like, oh, I'm just going to not be able to keep up with everybody, and I'm going to fall, I'm going to hurt myself. And then, you know, I was able to go uh, practice enough and be, you know, alone enough and, and, and knock that out. So I, I think that's probably, yeah, that's, that's, that's one that I, I was able to knock out for sure. Nice. Uh, 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. 
being fluent in Spanish. Mm. Like I'm 15% fluent in Spanish, which is, which gets you by in Mexico. Yeah. Like it, it gets you by, but I, 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 I like, I want to be a hundred percent fluent in Spanish. And unless I make a tremendous adjustment and change <laughs> to my life, it's probably not going to happen. I bet I'm going to go up from 15 and maybe I'll get to 30. Right. But, um, I don't know, man. I just don't, I just don't think it's fully in the cards. It's, it's reachable. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you're not going to flaw, be a pilot, but you're maybe going to learn most of Spanish. Yeah. So we'll see. Hey, tomorrow's another day. It is. Mañana. Hey, look at this guy. 16%. (laughs) Uh, 65 Dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. It's it's here? It's after the bucket list one? After the bucket list one. The oh, one-two punch. God. Okay. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Full first and last name? No, you don't, you don't have to dox, to dox there. them. <laughs> If you have their social uh, or their... <laughs> oh, man. This is... I mean, unfortunately, it's an easy question. Um, Jared. All right. I could keep going. <laughs> but let's let's just do Jared. Jared. Yeah. Hey. Buddy of mine from college. I like it. 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? It's got to be Ninja Turtles Arcade, Mm. you know, and it's so, it's everywhere. It never goes away. So you're constantly just being exposed to it, maybe to the point where it's not a cause of nostalgia anymore, you know, just. It's right. Like, like, Overloaded I, 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 on it. Yeah. it is like, you know, we have it downstairs. Uh, we go to this arcade you know, the all-you-can-play arcade where it's like they've got one. Yep. You know, it comes out in every fucking uh, platform. Yeah, they like, just put out like a... Yeah, the Cowabunga thing. Yeah, right? yeah, they just came out with it's that. It's everywhere. I'd say maybe like, you know, it maybe it's also like X-Men arcade, Simpsons arcade, and then that Captain America one. Oh, yeah. That? Where's like was a cap- Captain and Vision and... Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. It was, it was another beat 'em up. Yeah. That was not as popular, but still pretty good. Um, but yeah, all those all those side scrolling beat 'em ups bring me bring me right back. I love it. Yeah, that's how I learned who Vision was. Yeah. <laughs> the comics totally. of that game. Yeah. That's it. You know, that the 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 Marvel cards and the games taught me everything I know about Marvel. And then, you know, because I, I barely pay attention to the movies, but, um, yeah. 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Um, it's probably, um, probably a tie between the NHL series over the years and, uh, and probably Call of Duty multiplayer. Oh wow! Okay, I think 
I, I think the that you know might not have been the answer three years ago, but at the start of the pandemic, six of my buddies and I, we just were like, this is how we're going to keep in touch. This is how we're going to just not, you know, lose track. Yeah. And, you know, we played, what was it back then? I can't remember. Maybe it was like the first Modern Warfare, whichever, the one that in 2019 that came out. Yeah. The Modern Warfare that wasn't the original Modern Warfare. Yeah, but exactly. The, yeah. I, we just played that every day for seven months, it felt like. Just on, you know, and we, it was great. It was really, it was it was equal parts a way to kind of like forget about what was going on and also a way to, to, to stay in touch. So, um, yeah, it was cool. Great. That's That's probably my answer. 68. What's something you've built with your own hands? Um, I guess the, I, I guess the keyboards are not an answer because even though they come disassembled, I didn't build the case. <laughs> I didn't machine that. I mean, if you got a 3D printer going in the background, uh, spitting these things out, you know, I'd, I'd give yeah. it to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, there's a, lo- a lot goes into them. There's a lot of soldering. There's a lot of, like, finessing and adjusting with, um, you know, a lot of the moving parts. So I definitely feel a sense of of completion, you know, and, and pride of, like, I, I put this together. Like, you know, two hours ago it was just, you know, a couple pieces of metal, yeah. you know, and now it's a it's a functioning keyboard. So I think, like... You know, I do it so often too that like I, 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 I don't lose that feeling of completion. You know, so yeah. yeah. Sixty-nine, best pickup line. <laughs> it's from um, Wayne's World when Garth tells, uh, "Who the hell is it? Kim Basinger?" Uh, that yes. Who he like has an affair with real quick? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Take me, Garth," and he goes, "Where? I'm low on gas, and you need a jacket." <laughs> Just perfect so Dana Carvey delivery it's on so that too. It's so it's, yeah, the best. Uh, I, I think I, I I speak out of Wayne's World more than any <laughs> other movie. The the two movies, That's... it's just. That's it. I don't know why I always find myself quoting the gun rack line. Yeah, I don't. Have I don't even own gun. a gun, <laughs> let alone many guns that would necessitate a rack. It's just so good. Lara Flynn Boyle just coming over, right? That's who yeah, that is. Like the, the, the X in the beginning. Yeah, so good. All star, all star movie. Yeah. Uh, question seventy: Have you ever had any good nicknames? Um, I gotta say that before, uh, I was given the jerf name on my hockey team, I had a lot of my, my childhood friends used to call me G Hmm. because, and the name, and the reason is sort of stupid, but it just stuck. Uh, I had a friend who was just like started calling me that and I never asked him 
why until like many, many years later. And we were like, you know, we were like in our early twenties and he's like, Oh, because, um, that's what Will Smith called his Butler Jeffrey on fresh Prince. He called him G <laughs> and your name's Jeffrey. And I was like, Oh, well he probably spelled it with a G. So maybe that's why they called him G, but yeah, that works. I'll accept that as an answer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the jerk thing, like kind of, uh, stuck in a funny way. And my wife calls me that half the time now. Wow. So it's weird. Yeah. It's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> They're going back. It's just, it, I, just to be clear, I don't think it started from like a good place. <laughs> like, I think it, it's because it sounds like jerk. Mm. Like, don't be such a jerk. And then someone said, oh, don't be a jerk, Jeff. And there's like, don't be a jerk, Jeff. And that's, I think, how it started. So came from a real bad place is what you need to know. But, you know, you, you own it. You own it. After, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. Um... I I don't because I I'm too much of a cynic to really like you know love at first sight seems love at first sight falls into like a bit of a supernatural category for me mm. where I'm just like yes you can see someone who you are like instantly attracted to of course but you don't know that person you don't know shit about that person that person could be a ghoul <laughs> Are they attractive? Sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Awesome. But like, you got to talk to them. That's how you get to know somebody. That's how you find out if you love somebody. They could be a ghoul. That's it, could be a, it, could, it could be someone wearing an attractive bodysuit and just a bunch of cockroaches under there. Happens more often than you think. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Outside of that triangle, anything's oh. possible. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, question 72. What's a big turnoff of yours? Um, like people into astrology, mm. people who are like, my medium told me something, uh, people who are like superstitious. I just don't have time for that shit. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Like. I I don't know if you are, you know, I, I, I feel bad when people are like, if someone comes up to me and I'm meeting someone and they're like, well, I'm a Gemini. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? You psycho. Like, I don't, that does nothing for me. That's the fastest way to get me to walk in the opposite direction. Come on. What's your sign? That's such a Virgo oh. thing for you to say. <laughs> and I'm an Aries. Oh, uh, I took a one in 12. Shit? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Who knows? There's positive. no way to know how many signs there are. <laughs> um, it's just, it's such, yeah, that that, and also, um, I got, look, I got a lot of these, I, you know, people who like, who just refused, uh, there's a, people who wear the wrong clothing for the wrong type of year, for the wrong season, like people who are dressed inappropriately for the season. Yeah. That is a more of an irrational turnoff. But that drives me crazy. Like the old shorts in winter kind of deal or 
Like, I get it, though, because, like, I will wear a hoodie and shorts if I'm just taking the dog out in, like, December. Yeah. Like, I can do that. That's fine. But when I see people, like, go into the hockey game and they're in, like, a t-shirt and shorts and they're just like, whatever. It's just, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand. We have the technology. <laughs> you don't have to be uncomfortable. You know yeah. this is going to be cold, right? Like, it's, it's famously it's, a cold it's, thing. It's, like, it's just so crazy to me. <laughs> And people who wear jeans to ski, I just don't understand that either. Mm, yeah, I could, see that. I could see that. That's rough, man. Yeah. It's a bit snobby of me to say that, but it, that's, a, that's a rough look. 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? I don't know. As much as I would love to say that, I just don't think that is exactly what I'm doing. Um, you know, I like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a word I would use to describe myself. I think I have done things before that an artist has done, but I don't think, I don't necessarily think there's like an art to podcasting. Well, I take that back. There is absolutely an art to podcasting. I just don't think that is you are doing art. You are not. I don't look at myself as like an uh, as a, an active artist. I think with some of you know, I do some uh, letter work and things in Photoshop and stuff like that that I'm proud of, and I think that would fall more into the you know creation of a thing that could that could be considered art. But again, part of art is that it has no labels yeah. and that it has no. Uh, confinement. So, uh, you know, I personally don't consider myself an artist, but if someone else looks at what I do and says, oh, you are an artist, I happily will agree with you and take the compliment. I like it. I like it. 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Um... A lot. <laughs> a lot of that stuff escapes me. Um, but just uh, baking. It is. Baking's hard. It's so much tougher than it make it seem on TV. Yeah. Oh. Like, you can always, you can always fix the chicken dish. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have a lot more of a runway. Yep. Baking. Oh, no. It's impossible. Like, it, it really, like, pastry chefs, like, people who are, like, super focused on that side of the culinary arts much respect yeah that's a real real tough gig yeah and i'll always watch those baking shows where it's like oh roger didn't realize there's four percent humidity in the room so his yeah. whole souffle crashed what an exactly. idiot he is and i'm like no this guy is like <laughs> this is so beyond anything i could possibly do it's like rocket science. Like, Roger, you stupid idiot. If you just suspended yourself from the ceiling while doing this. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question 75. Dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this year's show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Hanson. <laughs> See what you've done. 
the greatest piece of art ever made yeah. what kind of a question is that at least it's that? not too hyperbolic or <laughs> what was his answer i think it was hamilton the, the you know play well that's wrong no i'm kidding <laughs> uh jesus dude it's like, i love <laughs> Where was I? I heard this question some. Wait, was this? Did I see that? Did I see him answer Hamilton? Something just happened to me where I had like deja vu. I mean, you very well might have. Uh... Or where someone is is being asked this question, and so had like Hamilton was raised, and and then the whole thing was that the person was stalling to think of their own original answer. Oh, I. This is the a great best piece of art ever, ever oh, made. Man. It's like first my brain goes to like, okay, every museum you've ever been to, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, that's maybe not right. Um, and then I think of movies, and then I think of I wasn't even thinking plays seen a lot of plays yeah that's kind of the, you know the fun part about it there's no wrong answer except no that all of them you know like yeah there so with knowing uh knowing this will be another wrong answer um from a strictly visual point of view okay art that doesn't necessarily have the meaning behind it in the way that i would imagine art art curators are yearning for mm. I will answer this question from a point of view of something that visually blew me away mm. again I'm like really padding the mat here so that when we fall we don't bump <laughs> ourselves too badly gotcha I think in I think into the spider verse oh that's a phenomenal answer is yeah the most visually striking phenomenal thing i've ever witnessed i think that thing is just unbelievable yeah uh it it's the first time i saw that my I, my mouth was just agape for for you know an hour and 40 minutes whatever it is yeah i you just, there, there's one of the things where you're just like i can't believe what i'm looking at yeah it's so, it's unreal yeah I watched that on my phone the first time. I made oh, that's what a criminal such, act. Such a terrible call. <laughs> oh, it's just watching my kids see that for the first time too was just like such a treat. Where he was just like, "I'm seven, and even I know this is special." Like, yeah, you know, it's it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. Uh, seventy six. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider? paranormal no yeah i know i kind of kind of (laughs) like you know have i been spooked before a hundred percent i went to summer camp oh yeah you know i would if anything i am the i am the perfect candidate for for paranormal uh sympathizers right yeah but no that shit's not real (laughs) um we want it to be it's a human invention. 
I don't be- I, I none of that can be real. I gotcha. Seventy-seven. Would you ever use a Ouija board? <laughs> no, I. That's why we had Jan do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've definitely uh, screwed around with those when I was a kid for sure. They're awesome. They're, They're awesome. great. But like for the in the way that like you know playing a board game's fun. Yeah. This more so because there's always one mark in all of that where you're just like oh. You're like, oh, Lucy's going to be <laughs> going to be spooked when we just do this thing. You know, it's fun. I like that idea. I like occult. I like the occult. I love that. Yeah, I know. It makes no sense. <laughs> right. Like I'm obsessed with ghosts. I'm obsessed with like Halloween spooky stuff. I love all that. But it's just I have, I'm not nothing in life is more binary than that to me. Yeah. You know, I hear you. 78. Simply. Why? Because we don't know any better. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Uh, it'd have to be the future. Like I, I teased earlier. Like To me, my, the biggest existential tragedy is not knowing where we will go. Mm. And I, you know, I hate that. So I, I would go 5,000 years into the future. 5,000. Yeah, oh, I really, I really want to buckle in, <laughs> buckle up. I really want to. And like, who knows? Like I could just like get there and it's just like fragments of earth everywhere. And it's just like, that's the last thing I see. But yeah, I gotta know. I gotta know what happens. What if you were just dialing up the time machine and it just hit a like, nope. Oh, it, it just hit like. Uh oh, 2483. <laughs> yeah. You're... There is nothing past here. I'd <laughs> like... be like, all right. Ooh. Maybe uh, I go to 2283, <laughs> you know? Uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yeah, I stopped smoking one day. Hey, nice. I was just, you know. I I wanted to do it earlier. I only smoked really during college. Uh, and then when I got back, uh, I was hanging out with people who also smoked a lot. I was, I was hanging out with a family that smoked a lot. Mm. Like, like mother, father, all the siblings. I was, you know, it was so easy. Yeah. And then one day they were like, we're all going to quit. Do you want to quit with us? And I said, sure. It was perfect. And then they went to have like shock therapy, uh, which they believed would just have them quit. Interesting. And they were like, do you want to come? It's in Queens. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I will just stop. And I realize that sounds crazy, but I just one day stopped. And I don't remember the last cigarette I ever had, but I do remember throwing a uh, I was in the middle of a pack and I remember throwing the pack out, but I don't remember like my last cigarette. It was, you know, it's like probably 2004 or five, but, um, yeah, it was great. I've, that's very, very proud of that and very regretful that I ever did smoke cigarettes, but, um, but at least it's, you know, it's been forever ago Yeah, and, uh, you know, 
I just don't know how people afford it. It just seems. I mean, even back then, I mean, where I went to school, they were like they were probably only like four or five bucks a pack. Mm. But but yeah, I mean, but up here they were more, and uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, now forget it. You're spending thousands of dollars a year. Yeah, like twenty dollars or something. It's it's just absurd. Yeah, it's like a dollar cigarette. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Like, it's definitely good, but it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Uh, definitely Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, not because I'm, like, some, you know, fucking wise ass who thinks I know it all. But, like, I just want to be there, and I just want to... I want to hit a hot category, mm. you know, I want them like every now and then they'll, they'll throw something up there where they'll be like, I don't know. I don't, they'll just, it'll be something that's so in my wheelhouse and I fucking knock it out of the park. <laughs> and then you just like parlay that and maybe you catch a daily double and you're just like, Oh, you're just like, let's go. I am destroying you're riding high, you know? And I, I think I'm, I think I'm maybe like, better than average at sniffing out the question from the clue. Yeah. Because all they're all, that's the thing. People are like, you have to be so smart to be on Jeopardy. Yes, you have to be smart on Jeopardy, but you have to be a better, you know, clue answerer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to s- suss out. They are giving you a major clue in every response there. And that I love being able to figure out because the second you do that, you deduce and you take your best shot and, and, and that's where it is. And in the beginning of the pandemic, my wife and I would like play it competitively. We'd like watch it live during dinner and we'd keep score and like, you know, me versus her or whatever. But I was doing good where I was like, damn it. I feel like I'd still get trounced for sure. I'd still get the floor, you know, I'd still get dragged on the floor in that game, yeah. but I just want to try it once, you know? I want to do that. I'd love to. Right? Yeah. That buzzer. And then buzzer Wheel of Fortune technique. just, to, yeah, the great buzzer technique, and then get on Wheel of Fortune and just be the biggest wise ass I could possibly be on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I want to get on Wheel of Fortune and I want to talk shit to Pat because I think he's a son of a bitch. I want to make fun of everyone else who's just dumber than dog shit on that show. I can't handle how stupid people are on that show. They're real bad. And everyone's like, you go on camera and you try and do... No. No. <laughs> People are guessing letters that have been chosen already. Insane. They can't fucking read. I'm sorry. They have. They have a strip. <laughs> like they don't show They're it on grayed TV, out. But yeah, it shows you the letters that were chosen. Like, and people who scream the letter. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Tee! it's like, <laughs> relax, Felix. Okay, you need to calm the fuck down. Now I will say, I got a little insider knowledge on this. I, I've never been on Wheel of Fortune. But yeah. I was in like the top twenty of the New York auditions for Wheel of Fortune once. Yeah, yeah. And they one entire round of eliminations in like a kind of expo hall of people. All they are testing you for is they call your name, they want to see you stand up out of your seat, and then yell a letter excitedly. What? That is one entire round, and then they will cut people accordingly. That's bullshit. Yeah. So they. That is absolute bullshit. Yeah. So imagine. Oh, this is the greatest thing. The guy next to me at this audition. Don't know him from a hole in the wall. 
and he's chomping at the bit. He is just like so psyched to be there. And there's like an actual puzzle in play. So, you know, it has the little letter board and the whole thing. Uh-huh. And he, they finally call on him. And he, I don't remember what his name is, but he jumps up excitedly. And they go, all right, what's your letter? And he goes, R. And they go, I'm sorry, R has been chosen already. <laughs> and oh, the, that is the most <sighs> demoralizing thing. Like, I love how Pat, he'll, he'll, he, he figures it out. He's like, oh, this is another fucking idiot that they let on this show. You can spot awesome. him. He's been doing it for 45 years or whatever. You can I spot know. him from a mile away. There's as much as I hate him, I love how he has to like let people down after telling them like, "Oh no, you stupid motherfucker!" <laughs> Z has already been chosen, yeah. or something like that. I love that. I love that so much. Um, we we met someone the other a couple months ago who was on, and she was talking about how they don't pay for shit. They don't fly you out there. They don't put you up in a hotel. Really? They don't do shit. Yep, you got to pay your way out there. Sheesh. Isn't that crazy? They should at least give you a hotel. Like, at the very least. Yeah. They don't pay for shit. Mm mm mm. Pat. I know. I know. Um, 82. What's a quote that you love? Um. (laughs) Uh,. There's two. One, I don't know if it's real. Okay. It gets attributed to Ozzy Osbourne. And I first saw it in the movie Hackers. Interesting. Have you ever seen Hackers? I uh, maybe when it first came out. I, I have no memory of it, though. Um. So I think it gets attributed attributed to um also seen like Mark Twain get attributed to to this. So it could be either or. Okay. But it's of all the things I've lost, I miss my mind the most. Uh yeah. I I think I've seen that attributed to like the Cheshire cat or something. Like <laughs> sure. <laughs> really running the gamut of like who actually said this. Yeah. Um and then the other one I'm going to look up for you here. It's basically, okay, it's Carl Sagan. Mm. For me, it is far better to grasp the universe as it really is than to persist in delusion, however satisfying and reassuring. It's kind of a tragic thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like you're getting a vibe for how I see a couple things and, uh, you know then this guy has to like die of cancer. Right. So like, you know, I, I think, uh, I saw that when I was very young and sort of, you know, for, for a long time, it was like George Carlin and Carl Sagan deciding, uh, how I was going to think. And a lot of that is stuck with me. That's fair. You could, you could pick much worse than those two. So I, I would hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt? That you own? <laughs> oh, I love that question because <laughs> I have 4,000 t shirts. <laughs> Literally 4,000. T- like, I don't, I own so many t shirts that I like forget where they go and I rediscover them. Yeah. 
Um, like, I can't find the shirt I had that says, let's start a cult. And it looks like the cover of, like, a children's book. Oh, uh, yep, yep. I love it, and I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. I miss it. I have a lot of shirts that are that uh, a buddy of mine makes that he just screen prints like a, a black and white frame from a movie on. And I love this one I got recently that is a still, like a production still from the movie Airheads. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, Brendan Fraser and... Uh, yeah. Buscemi, Buscemi and, and uh, Adam yeah. Sandler, yeah. And it's just them looking badass in their fictional band. I just love junk like that. I don't know if I have like a go-to favorite favorite but like it's just all the t-shirts i love all my t-shirts but it, i will say this it is it is tough to find gotten a lot better lately but it's tough to find a t-shirt that is like consistent you know the yep. material there's so many things that go into it um and it's always like the never-ending uh search and when you find one you're like oh man i can't wash this too violently I don't want it to start to fall apart on me. I can't compromise its integrity. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't have a favorite shirt, but they're all, all my t-shirts are my favorite. I, I love it. Uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? Sure. I don't like it. I don't like my first name either. Oh, <gasps> Jerf. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I did change it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't like the name Jeff. I don't like Jeffrey. And I don't like my middle name, which is Ian. Hmm. I would change it. I don't know. There's so many other names I would have been cool with. Um, but yeah. You could be like Cher. You just have your last name. Maybe. I Bacalar I like. I do like that. I think it's like it's a very even. There's like a good amount of spacing with the vowels. Yeah. I enjoy that. Uh, it's Rallicab backwards. That's fun. Good times had by all. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a it's fun. It's a fun name. A good one. But every, yeah, I don't, Jeff, Jeff, just never really stuck with me. I always wanted to be like a Jake, mm. you know, Jake, back, Jake, danger, back, Jake, savage, Ooh. you know, Whatever. Uh, that's not my name, but uh, yeah, I would I would totally hit the shuffle button on both of those. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, eighty five. What's a good impression you can do? <laughs> uh, I I can do I I can do a lot of impressions just okay. Okay. Um, would you be willing to do one of those? Um, the other day on the bombcast, I was doing Kermit because Lucy was doing Kermit and Lucy was like, I can do Kermit so well. Or someone said that. And then I just started doing it and everyone was like, Oh, Jeff can do it well too. And I felt so good when they said that. <laughs> I'm just going to try. It was sort of like Kermit the frog here. Uh, Oh, piggy. Uh, like that's really <laughs> solid. Yeah, did that, and then, and then one, and then 
So here's the thing. I used to pride myself on like attempting a, uh, an impression for the first time and getting that first time, like not bad. Yeah. You know, like doing, like hearing something and then just right away trying it back and like not perfection, but just okay. And that's kind of like, uh, that <laughs> I'm trying to think of like something else that I've recently done, but the Kerber one is fresh enough in my mind where it's like, I can confidently knock that out. But yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of like just average or above average impressions of a lot of different things. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take B minus impressions all day. Nice. That's <laughs> the best. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get? but are glad you didn't get. Um, I guess the answer to that is yes, because in college I was always like one day away from starting like a serious sleeve on one of my arms. Um, I was so close to doing it. And I think they, the, I think it would have been fine. But the funny thing with tattoos is like, not only are, you know, not only does the tattoo, you know, have to have this like legacy thing with you, yeah. but tattoo trends come and go also. So like right now it's refrigerator magnet tattoos, right? Like everyone's got like little tiny pieces uh, all over them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. And it's all like the black and white and it's a lot of the super fine lines as well which who knows how that's going to hold up 10 years down the road but i think that art's really nice and i i I like that aesthetic the you know if i if i did what i wanted to do in my 20s i would have like two sleeves of like very you know late 90s early 2000s like you know punk rock stuff right like somewhere there'd be an ace of spades somewhere there'd be dice Somewhere there'd be a songbird or a nautical star or something like that. Flaming but skull. now that shit's with a that? flaming skull, perhaps. Yeah, like for a good measure, yeah. you know. I do have a big tattoo on one of my legs that's just kind of like a pinball machine, but that's because I think anything below the waist is just like the doodle zone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because because I don't I barely wear shorts. Um, you know, it's never like exposed in a meaningful way, but um. You know, I will never say never with uh, my arms, but right now I'm probably done. Gotcha. Well, you got that yeah. doodle zone. Should the doodle zone for sure? Like, I got tons of real estate on the doodle zone. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is going to be entering my lexicon for sure. <laughs> That's really good. Uh. 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Just the absolute worst piece of shit <laughs> imaginable. 16, I'm, Bob, I'm not sure there is an age where you are at your worst. This is correct. Yeah. Because you know nothing. You know nothing. Mm-hmm. And let's give you a driver's permit. Uh, you know, like you, you're not cool. Uh, you have 
almost nothing interesting to say. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and the worst part, it's not your fault. Yeah. You know, because you're just, you're just so fresh out the oven. You're not even fucking, a, you're not even a senior in high school. You're nothing. You're so nothing. And you think you're the coolest motherfucker with your chain wallet and your fucking Green Day backpack. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it sucks. It sucks being a teenager. Yeah. It really does. Like, I look back at my senior year of high school with, with, you know, with, with a lot of like, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess I look at it fondly. You know, but before that, it's not, it's all dark and bad. You know, I think when you, when you are preparing yourself to enter into college, you, you sort of like suck it up in a way that your emotions up and you're like, okay, I can, I need to just like be a human and attempt to, uh, LARP as an adult for a little (laughs) bit. And, but before that, those years, you, you're, you're trying to figure so much stuff out and so much pressure is on you. And you know, with, with, you know, love life and your, you hate your parents, but you need them desperately to support you. Like, it's just the worst. So that is who, like, I hope that did a good job of explaining like who I was not proud of who I was at 16. I don't know many people who are, yeah. or, you know, um, I'm just glad I didn't get arrested, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you can make it through the, the, those couple years staying out of trouble for the most part, you're probably going to be all right. Yeah. Good on you at that point. Yeah. Uh, 88. The worst injury you ever had. You know, thankfully, I have never broken a bone. Oh. Which, of course, to my next hockey game, that'll <laughs> change, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um. No, I, uh, I've never had a a really rough injury. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, like there's no other way to put it. I've, uh, I'm very, very lucky is just what I am because it's not for lack of trying, (laughs) you know? Um, I've, I've, I did some like gnarly muscle pulls that I've had to go to PT for, but again, I'm really scraping the barrel for something that's substantial. I've been very lucky to not have anything seriously uh, happen to me injury-wise. Um, I've never even been concussed as far as I know. Wow. You might just um, be Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. There's... Could, it could be that. Out. I have been sick an awful lot, but I've definitely, uh, I've never broken anything. Um, I've got like a... I've probably got areas on my body that could use a good surgery. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got like, I've definitely got like rotator cuff situations in my right arm and, and my, you know, but like nothing that prevents me as long as it doesn't prevent me from playing ice hockey (laughs) competently. Like it's just getting shelved until I'm 50, you know, there you go. Uh, 89. What's a habit of yours? You want to break. See, this is deeper than the college friend question. Really? Okay. I th- I think so. Uh-huh. Because you, you you there's a there's a vulnerability Ooh. that's packed into this question that you have to be prepared to um 
get yourself into. That's fair. That's very true. Um, a bad habit. Um, I I I'll just say like procrastination. Mm. Um, and I know, you know, it's fine. I, I bring that up with like my therapist a lot, and she's like, "Every human does what you do," and I'm just like, "I know." That's fine. Thank you for saying that. But like, wouldn't it be cool if I didn't? <laughs> and I know, and I feel like that's maybe not like a, a juicy answer uh, because everyone probably to some degree procrastinates. Um, I think a bad habit uh, that I would like to fix is sometimes I can put up blinders to to other people uh sometimes that uh i i am aware of but i kind of like let it go a little bit mm. um it's really uh, depends on the situation but um but yeah that's that's something that i can always uh do better at and get better at yeah totally yeah, we might have a new realist question yeah. it's super real man <laughs> that's my vote number 1 Question 90. Getting on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume? No. And I should have. <laughs> I think everyone should, <laughs> at least a little. Yeah, you 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 should. Like, I mean, maybe with some semantic, like, you know, nonsense, but like a real good one, a good lie that maybe makes you stand out no i mean i've been very lucky with not really having to um spice up a, a resume too too often throughout my career so um yeah i i have not done that but i actively encourage people to do that who uh who come to, who if someone comes to me for advice i say well lie on your resume make it look good yeah. because everyone's doing it and you have to even the playing field you know, I hope I hope we get to a day where you where college won't even matter on your resume. And if you didn't go to college, but you only went for a little bit, just say you went. Just say you went. Nobody checks really. Check. Nobody really checks. Yeah, that's free advice there. Former guest of the show, the great Mary Kish, put it perfectly that the, the uh, your lies on your resume should reflect who you want to be. Yeah, dress for the job you want, right? Boom. I mean, that's part. It's exactly it. That's it. Uh, question 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? Yes, I guess in a hockey game that counts, mm. uh, with a glove on. If you, if you know, if you had the gloves on or did you do the dramatic whipping of the no. gloves down and no, because you know, a lot of people wear cages. Oh, so true. Like, You're going to mess up your own hand on that. Yeah. yeah you, you'd fuck it. This was someone who had a visor on, mm. and they did something really nasty. And uh, but that's it. That's the only time I've ever really took a took a swing at anyone. Gotcha. Not a not a fighter. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a wise ass. <laughs> I run my mouth, but I'm not a fighter. Verbal jabs. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, that could get you into a fight for sure. But like. I think fighting is really uh, there's a time and a place for sure, right? And put into the, uh, you know, that sort of like situation. I'm sure it would happen, but I think fighting's real dumb. 
Get you. I get you. 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Yeah, I have been. I've already been to one. Look at this guy. The magic of New Jersey. It seems he wasn't sure it wasn't in Jersey, though. <laughs> Might know somebody. Come on. Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, 93. Somehow not the realest question. When was the last time you cried? Oh. um, I'm sure this year. You know. Definitely. With, I'd say within the last three months. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. It's like, it's good to cry. 100%. And there's also happy cries, you know? It's good. It, I think a lot of people from certain, you know, maybe from our generation, they just maybe, maybe, maybe weren't told it was okay to cry. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's okay to cry. You should cry. Thousand percent. I understand you don't want people to know you're crying, maybe, and that's like a problem. So just take go take a walk and go cry. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with it in the least. Mm-hmm. Ninety-four. Well, it's something you've done and will probably never do again. Um <laughs> I just did it for the first time recently. I swam in a cenote. Do you know what I that is? Not. It's like a clear water natural formation uh, oh. that forms uh, in certain parts of the world. I was in Mexico and I went to one. And you can go to a cenote that would be like a, just a clear pool. And I did swim in one that was a clear pool. And it's amazing. The water's crystal clear. You can look into it and see fish and wildlife and whatever. Oh. But I swam in one that was in a bat cave. Whoa. And that was bad because it was real dark and I can get a little claustrophobic sometimes. Yeah. Really tiny passages and crevices, not a whole lot of light. Oh, and uh, we'll sprinkle bats <laughs> uh, all over the thing too, just to really heighten the comfort level of it all. I will never do that again. Yeah, that sounds... uh. Very cool on paper, but yeah. It's the coolest thing on paper and the worst thing in practice. My wife took a, like, I actually, like, couldn't handle it to a point, and I just peeled off. My wife went through the whole thing and got it on the GoPro, and we will enjoy it that way, and nothing there more. There you go. And that is how <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll do that. Uh, 95, best compliment you ever received. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, then not to say I've never received any. I'm sure I've sometimes that stuff kind of just goes in one ear and out the other, not because I don't appreciate it. Just because, like I said, at the top of this, or maybe at question 50 before where I just have a, a tough time, like understanding like a thing is about me. And this yeah. is, uh, I remember I was on a cruise once and when you go on a cruise, or this cruise that I was on, you have dinner with the same people every night. It's this is like a sign table sort of yeah. thing. And I remember it was me and my wife, uh, her sister and her husband. This is the four of us. And then another couple that we had never met before. And they were a little older. We were probably in our early thirties and they were like 
probably close to 50. And they got to know us. And, you know, I'm like definitely uh, someone who like immediately tries to get somebody to like them when I meet someone Mm -hmm. new. And by like night four, the the woman in, in the couple said to me, she's like, Jeff, you know, you seem, and like this was like, she said this in a way that it sounded like this was going to be a compliment. Okay. But what came out of her mouth just was not, or at least I didn't take it as that. And, and I do, and, but it stayed with me because it was, it was such a surreal moment. She's like, you know, you seem like the type of person that could get anyone to do anything for you because you're so good at bullshitting <laughs> people. And I said, and I was like, oh, and she's like, well, I don't mean that you're full of shit. I think you're just able to talk to people. And I, and I, I would believe anything you say. And I was just sort of like, okay. <laughs> I just didn't, you know, and, and, you know, and like, and then it's funny. Cause like, I, you know, you hear people say like, oh, you're a good people person. You're good at talking to someone. You are good at schmoozing, whatever it is. But it had never been delivered to me in that manner where it seemed like it came, it came off a little like mean, but not really. Look, I took it. I took it how I took it and I didn't make it weird or anything. And it was, you know, the rest of vacation was fine. I just, it was just funny to have like someone who had only known me for four hours, really. (laughs) Just be like, oh, you're such a bullshit. You could talk. It's yeah. It was just, just the funny thing. My wife always brings it up to and we have a good laugh about oh, it. I love that. Uh, ninety six. Tell me a joke. You know, it's it's like jokes are not a thing anymore. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Just like a street like joke. My, just like a yeah. yeah. You know, like my grandfather. The thing I always remember about him is that every time I saw him, he had a new joke. He just had a new joke, and I'm just this is like the early '90s. I'm like, and the dude's like in his '70s. I'm like, bro, where are you getting these jokes? <laughs> where are you Picking getting them fresh off the joke farm? They're coming in hot. The the jokes that I remember, I only remember like bits and pieces of. I you know what I mean? Um. And now every single joke is like a two, it's like a, it's like a pun phrase. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh God, Bob, I don't have a joke. You don't have one, even like a, even like a dad joke, something, you know, it's not good, but you got in your back pocket. I have like a series of (laughs) punchlines, but not... The lead up to that. Give me just the punchline of one. And then we, we can everyone okay. just imagine what the setup is here. All the listeners yeah. just imagine a really solid yeah. setup here. And <laughs> And that's why he told me he couldn't pay attention. <laughs> I think it has to do with like not being able to afford to pay attention. I, I think I like that better than I would have liked the full joke. <laughs> you know, I think it has to do with like a pun on like the phrase pay attention is like you are somehow paying. It's got it. This is the Jeopardy thing. This is working backwards from from punchline to find the setup. Yeah. 
It has to. It it ha- it's it's that. Like, dude, that is the wildest thing to me. I don't know what this says about me either. Like, I'm getting a little self-conscious about like what this is saying about me because it's like I don't know. I this has to be a product of something. Like the reason I can't think of any dumbass, like you know, cow goes moo sort of yeah. joke, is because something has happened. The brain rot is real. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. It is a good question. I I'm tempted to like. I I I do have like a Google Keep of jokes that I write down, but they're like my jokes, oh. and they either like wind up in a tweet somewhere <laughs> down the road, or like yeah. you know, I just try them out. You know, it's it's my tight five, yeah. right? But that stuff's not that stuff's not a joke that like you would tell. You know what I mean? It's not like a joke that you would just tell. Yeah. I don't know what this means, Bob. I'm scared. I'm scared about what this might I mean. like the. Hey, anyone who knows what it means, uh, leave it as an iTunes review. Uh, yeah, please. Or on, uh, I don't know, Pocket Casts. I don't know where you review things anymore. Um, but 97, 97 used to be a question uh, that I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I took it and I crumbled it up and I threw it in the recycling bin and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Okay, cool. Uh, and if uh, any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to uh, maybe get used on a future episode. It's 99. That's, of course, the number 99. Questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. And this question comes from Lil Miss Mac. Thank you, Lil or Mac. Uh, Two part question, but it's my show, so I'm choosing. How did you first get into pinball? And what's your favorite machine? Uh, I got into pinball when I was super young. Like, uh, I think it was probably just going to arcades and, uh, I think bowling alleys too. Mm. Like, I feel like people forget that a bowling alley was like a bastion of, of, of arcade, uh, games and, and pinball machines. And I was always very fascinated with like Rube Goldbergian stuff. Uh, I've got exposed to, I forget where I was exposed to Rube Goldberg. It might've been in elementary school, but, um, I just thought that was the coolest stuff. Like, uh, you know, the opening scene to Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? With the breakfast machine, you know, like the, the whole concept of that I thought was such a cool thing. I don't know why. I don't know what about, like what it is about that stuff, but I just love the, the you know the sort of like mechanicality of all that and um you know that translates really well over to pinball like one to one for sure yeah and uh i love that pinball is real and i love that it is like this universe contained in a big box and you know uh the more you understand it and the more you uh, realize like what is really going on, not just under the hood, but the rules of a game and, and, and that sort of thing and how well like a theme gets tied in and, and all the programming that goes into one of these things. I mean, it is insane. The, uh, you know, the, the sort of like 
ballet of uh, lights and switches and circuits and electronics that all have to work in sync to make this thing be a playable, uh, you know, understandable, you know, game. It's it's just, there's so much that goes into that. So that's how I kind of got into pinball. Um, my dad, I think it was also, you know, my dad was, was into it, uh, you know, probably when he was my age now and, you know, just sort of like encouraged me to, to do that stuff too. But I, you know, I think it was, I, I don't know. I think it just really resonated with me at a, at a young age and I didn't really get good at it and started to really care about it until, you know, I was in my early thirties uh, or maybe late twenties rather. Um, my favorite game it's tough, man. Yeah. It's really tough to choose because I also think that's a moving target. I think it's a it's a dynamic answer. Mm. Uh, it used to be Adam's Family, yeah. But I've played a lot of that game the last ten years. You know, I don't have it, but it's everywhere. Like all of these, all you can play arcades. They have it. I mean, it's uh, it's usually in good shape. Yeah. You know. They, it's the most it's the most manufactured pinball game of all time. Is that true? They're out there. Yeah, they're out there. And there are still some um, that don't have the little it hand in the back that magnets I right. Know. And I'm like, come on, I pick know. A game up. <laughs> it's a killer. It's a killer. There's one uh, near me. I mean, it's 15 minutes away from my house, and I just go like I play it so much, and the guy keeps it in pristine, mm. perfect condition. It's always working 100. percent I played that game so much where it's like, I think I've, I think I've sort of emotionally moved on. Um, you know, I, I, I really, really love Jurassic park. The new, the newer one Mm. from Stern. I think that game is tremendous. Um, I think Deadpool is really good. Uh, if we're looking at like vintage or older stuff, I think, um, Theater of Magic, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone Twilight is Zone. punishing. It has, it's, it's such a weird game. It too. feels like it's, it's at a sharper angle than most, but maybe that's well. It's also it's a wide body. It's a wider uh, game. Maybe that's it's a couple inches wider than a normal pinball game. Um, but it's it's there's so much going on in that yeah. game, uh, and there's just a lot of toys on that game. Um. There's a game called Circus Voltaire that is super rare. I've only played one ever uh, down in Asbury Park. They've got oh, one that's Silver in Bowl? really good shape. Yeah, Silver <laughs> yeah, Bowl, they have it. Yeah, Silver Bowl. Um, yeah, definitely. Weirdly enough, Silver Bowl, no Stern games. They don't have any I guess they, yeah, games. now that I think about it, it's all like Valleys, Williams, and... And their only new stuff that they have is Jersey Jack. I I suspect something's like going on, mm. but um, but if they have Stern stuff, it's like legacy Stern stuff. There's no there's no new Stern gotcha. stuff in the way that they have new Jersey Jack stuff. Um, but anyway, pinball politics <laughs> aside, um, that game's unbelievable. That game, it's weird. It, they a lot of interesting ramp work. Um, there's like a weird plastic ball that's like in sh- encased in like a wire frame that just is 
there to screw with the ball. It's huh. very weird, very weird game, really unique set of rules. Um, your pinball can get, can like be sent to the backboard for a little while. Oh, like the glass that's in and like move up and down yeah. there. It's just super weird. They didn't make a lot of them. They're very rare. Um, and, uh, and I think, I think that one is like one of those, if there's ever a way to get your hands on one of those, you know? Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, and, uh, thank you, uh, little Miss Mac for the question. Excellent, excellent yeah. question. Uh, and also anyone listening, just, um, look up Black Knight 2000, uh, song. Mm-hmm. Just have yourself a time. Just enjoy yeah. that for a while. I'll probably put it under a backing track for as much as I'm legally allowed to write about now in the edit, but it's going to fade out pretty quick. So just find it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? I think like there's a lot of things that happen when you are embarking on your, you know, journey into the world of like making a living for yourself. And in the beginning, I mean, for me, I was just so desperate to find a job and you know it's it's tough i you know the the path that i've been on is a weird is a weird story it's 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 uh, there's a lot of luck there's a lot of right place right time um you know, I think like a lot of the, the stuff and the, or the things I hear from my friends still to this day is like, oh, you don't really have a job. You don't have a real job. And I would, you know, balk at that and I would defend that and be like, screw you. Like, you don't know. Like, it's still a job. I play a lot of video games. It's still a job. Like, I still have a job. Right. And especially now where it's more of like, you know, the a lot of the, you know, responsibilities for the for the for the business. Right. Um. But in that same breath, I will also say for me, it was always not wanting like the corporate or like stereotypical corporate gig, right? It was always like, how do we find a way to stay creative, stay fresh, do what you want to do and be able to make a living? (laughs) And that's not easy. And I realized how kind of lucky and definitely privileged you know the path that i have been on is you know so i don't i don't really uh take that for granted at all but that was really it what made me want to be who i am was was not, was going against the grain and not having the same thing that i saw all my friends kind of like falling into yeah. right like i got half a dozen lawyers i got doctors i got uh finance bros <laughs> all these guys and they're and all they do is just like complain to me and i don't i don't complain i just tell them what's up yeah and giant bombs had a rocky you know turbulent year right and there you know that that doesn't come without turmoil right and and pressure and and you know and the and the sort of like the chaos that can come with a stereotypical corporate job 
And yes, I realize Giant Bomb is owned by a corporation. <laughs> I am aware of that. What? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it's but it is not a corporate gig in the least. Um, you know, I two percent of my my day is that. So, you know, I think that's I think that's how I got here with the uh, with where I wanted to be was was being able to do that, and I think. You know, I'll speak for her too. I think my wife was was very much a part of that, had shared that mentality too, and she's been lucky enough to carve out her own path in her world. So, yeah, yeah. that's definitely the 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 focus. That's awesome. But we're here. The oh man! Titular question, if you will. This is top it. of the mountain. This is it. Question ninety nine. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh, just a, it's sad. It's a sad question. Got it. You know, it starts with breakfast. It ends here. It feels right. It feels full circle. It does. We've lived in the circle of life here. <laughs> Presum- presumably when I die, mm-hmm. right? I think uh, I, I don't wish to have made any enemies. Ooh. I, I have a thing that I get very upset if I ever find out that someone doesn't like me and I know this definitely falls into the Jeff problem conversation again. Mm -hmm. And again, I am working through all this. Okay. But I don't want anyone to, uh, to think of me and be like, Oh fuck that guy. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. I want people to be like, he was a fun guy. I laughed occasionally with him. He made me feel good because what else can you ask for? Not everyone's going to change the world and you know, not everyone is going to have a, have a meaningful impact, but if you can get through it and have enough people who remember you fondly, I think that's the best you can hope for. So it's, it's that it's that. And it's also, uh, if I could make it through without creating any enemies, I think, uh, I think I did. Okay. I think that is a, uh, wonderful goal. And, uh, I could tell you, you've at least done your job today. Uh, I can't imagine anyone who's not from Florida who could listen to this. And... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm talking about people who count. Of, co- of course, of course. <laughs> uh, That's Jeff, awesome. This has been uh, such an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, man. Likewise, thank you so much for uh, having me. This has been great. I know, uh, long time coming, but I'm glad we were able to knock this out. This was a lot oh, of fun. I, I, I appreciate it. Believe me. Uh, is there anything at all uh, you want to plug, promote, waft into the? The, the wonderful ears of all the uh, listeners, anything at all, floor is yours. You know, I just, uh, please definitely follow me on Twitter. That is where I love to engage with people. I know it's a cliche, but man, I just have fun on that place. So hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Bacalar. And, you know, keep your eye on, on Giant Bomb. I know I just got finished saying it's been a, a turbulent year, but oh my God, you got no idea. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot around the corner, a lot of stuff I can't talk about yet. 
but it's going to be uh it's going to be a really wild ride and i want just everyone to be able to experience it with us it's been such a blast these last few months um and uh there's there's more fun around the corner for sure so stick uh stick with us there and uh you know that's where i'll, I'll be spending all my time the absolute legend jeff Bacalar, everybody how great is he new jersey's finest i dare say right up there with danny devito himself i wish i could talk to him all day but the red light's on it's last call time let's figure out what we learned here today we learned that nickelodeon straight up stole slime from you can't do that on television that is the biggest crime since steak parm i googled it it's a real thing people stop doing it stop doing it we learned all about the great state of new jersey and we learned about the new jersey triangle living outside of it is kind of like grading your comic books you think it's a good idea but you're just really missing out on all the good stuff we learned that I did not see Jeff at that Devil's Game. We learned about the raw energy of an alpaca's neck. And we learned that bat cave swimming is not as much fun as it sounds like. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to plan out what's going on my doodle zone. That might take some time. So I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Until then, thank you. And good night.